What's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play. Now, I usually don't mention the episode number in these intros, but I got to call this out. This is a special occasion on episode 200 Wowie zowie. of the Jock and Nerd podcast. We review the most polarizing and perplexing Star Wars movie to date. Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi friend of the show and artist John Bellotti Jr. joins us for this full spoiler review and discussion spoiler alert as we try to figure out what this movie is yeah all of this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday December 21st 2017 hey what's up it's Taylor Gray the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast check check one What's up, listener? Hello. Thanks for joining us. And for the 200th time, welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And he's the Rug Boy Good Earth to your rugs. What's up? What's up, motherfuckers? 200. Oh, shit. Yeah, rolling. Yeah. We're bicentennial. We're we bi now. Bi, we are bi-curious, bicentennial, bisexual, all of those things. Wait, what happened? Uh, hey, look, we're progressive. We're, pro- we're very progressive. We fit in perfectly with today's time and day. Joining us for this very special 200th episode is uh, a guy that works in the entertainment industry. He is an amazing artist. And he is my favorite opinionated New Yorker. It's Mr. John Bellotti Jr. What's up, Bellotti? Good evening, fellas. How are you? <laughs> What's up, John? Good evening to I, you. I wanted you to be like, we this we got this guy. He's a Godzilla fan. It's John Bellotti. And like, it's like, what? Why would you have a Godzilla fan? Yeah, really pigeonhole me. Just yeah. pigeonhole the shit out of him. Pigeonhole. Pigeonhole him that one time. Yeah, but run. yeah, but I apologize show, for that. And now yeah. you just pigeon re pigeonhole him. You rehold him. No, I'm I'm reiterating what you've done in the past to this man. He's in, he's fanning the flames of hate. Uh, I I don't recall. He where he can't think straight because he likes something. Senator, I do not recall. <laughs> I do not recall no, this happening. <laughs> Bloody dude, I'm really glad to have you back on. It's been a while <laughs> since we've heard from you. I know, I know. My wife said it's been a while. There's been a lot of hit and misses lately, so I'm glad I'm finally able to rejoin you guys. Well, we, you know, we saw you when you came through uh, G Fest uh, this year. That was a lot of fun. That was a hell of a lot of fun. We that was a hell of. And then you were la- the last time you were on. We, we did uh, it was Kong Skull Island. Remember that? Remember Kong Island, guys? Hello, like was, a long time. Wow. I remember. It was this year. Oh, I remember. I remember Kong. Oh, I remember. Remember when we were safe. <laughs> Remember, remember when I could go outside and not get harassed for being brown? Remember that? No, but that's never brown, happened. So it yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, so look, it's episode 200. I'm, I don't know how this happened. I didn't even realize it was 200 until just now. Right? It just kind of sneaks up on you, and here we yeah. are. So you know what? No fan. Like a little, little finger up the asshole. Just, yeah. whoa. Oh, feels great. Hey, here, whoa, I got, hey, here, I'll give you. I'll, we'll now give you're a, in my world. <laughs> finger <laughs> up the slack hole. We'll give it this. <laughs> there we go. 1,400. What the fuck is yes. that? That Where was our two, that? 
That was our 200 fanfare. I found it on the street. Uh, right. If you are a nude listener, thanks for checking us out. This is the show where we geek out about comic what, book like news, reviews, and interviews. You yeah. son of why, a bitch. Why don't you do it, Anthony? Will you do it for oh, me? We, Look, we geek out about uh, comic books and where you're comic book commissors and we're doing news, reviews, and interviews. It's the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Wow. Blah, blah. My name's Imran. Go stroke a barbell. That sounds exactly <laughs> like Imran. That's pretty good. Like I think I can't tell the difference. That was, that was pretty pretty dead on. I think I might have to uh, give you my ro- job, and I will just sit and. Uh, pr- Can like- you do a good job, Imran? <laughs> Not really, because he's just like just so laid back. You have to and, just uh, pretend you like you just came. Yeah, and then, that's and true. Then, and you're calm. Just be like, what's the fuck it? I'm I'm scrolling through yeah. my Snapchat. What are we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I, think that, I think that's it. I think that's, that's oops. Right. Are you even podcast? No, look, we're gonna get a lot of new <laughs> listeners because we we do these movie reviews. We well, a lot of people, everyone wants yeah. to hear. Everybody thinks, especially a movie this divisive and polarizing. Of course, you've seen the title. We're gonna talk about Star Wars: The Last Jedi, but. Look, subscribe to the show, and we are now on Spotify, so you can find us there and find us wherever podcasts are found. Uh, Bilotti, though, I wanted uh, to have you tell the listener what you do, because it's really cool, and uh, it gives you uh, a little bit of cred there. Right now, I'm unemployed. Well, um, well you're on, on break, right? That's why you could do this. Yes, That's why it's I, so hard have, to get you. Yeah, we have a, a very generous three-week holiday break, but when I am back to work, I paint sets for films. TV and Broadway, and right Get now, boner. yes, I, it is bonerific. I'm, <laughs> I've been on the TV show The Blacklist, starring Excellent. Ultron himself, James Spader, for nice. five seasons now, and that's what I've been doing. For that's awesome. That's awesome. And on the side, he's got some pretty sick Godzilla illustrations you can check out at Robo7.com. Uh, and buy some stuff. It's really good. But I just, I mean, that's such a great job. I love hearing you. Uh, tell people what you do all the time. Like you work in the entertainment industry, my friend, a very valuable so perspective. Do, do I? No, we just have we pod. We're, we, we, we're in the entertainment I, industry. I guess. I guess. People are being entertained. Oh, that's a good us. point. Yeah. I would like to think they're being entertained. It's technically by us. true. <laughs> technically. <laughs> technically. So, like I said, on this show, we are, will review. It's going to be Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. It's been a crazy week for Star Wars fans and uh, everybody. Uh, but before we do that, I got to say, somebody's having a birthday this week when the show posts. Ooh. Somebody's all grown up. Somebody is uh, all adult. And it's Mr. Anthony. Happy early birthday, Anthony. Whoa. Hey. Well, well, the show. Happy when, birthday. When the- you're wrong. This when this show comes out, I'll still be the same. I'll still be the same age. I am yeah, currently. but for two days, who listens to yeah. it? Like uh, two How days old later. Will you be, Anthony? Twenty-one. Oh, man, yes, I will this be. Is the best I will part. be celebrating my ninth, twenty-first no. birthday. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? I want to hear you say it. I'm going to be the big three O. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. The boys all grown wow. up. He's yeah, grown up. Dick. Nice. <laughs> I need to end it. I'm going to shoot myself. Wait for the gray pubes and then call me. <laughs> Not much oh. left. It's all downhill. Well, Imran will walk you through it. Yeah. I, I have a support group. I got brochures. Everything's fine. I'm going to need worry about it. all the help I can get to get through <laughs> this. Look, check out the show notes. Jockanerd.com slash 200. Let's get to Star Wars. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. If you want to send Anthony a birthday message, just visit jockanerd.com slash contact because it has all the links to our Twitter, our Facebook page, email, speak pipe. And our wonderful Facebook group. I love everyone in the group. Welcome new member Zach Smith Watson joined this week. I think everyone in the group is a pussy. 
Oh boy! Well, <laughs> Facebook group, you know what to do. I'm going to post the show there and point out and put the timestamp. There you go, and see how they respond. What Anthony really thinks of the Facebook community? <laughs> what happened, Anthony? Why is this? Why yeah. is this coming no, out? In- I, no, I just want to say absurd things to <laughs> these people. He's trying to stir up shit, which is fine. Oh. Look, I got a couple of uh, Facebook group updates. Turns out. Steve and Lisa Morrison are married. Oh, shit. One point. I got that one right. I didn't Even blow it. a blind it. squirrel finds an acorn once yes. in a while. And you know what's funny? They're awesome. She posted in their relationship, she's the jock and he's the nerd. And I thought that was awesome also. Okay. Not going to touch you that. Don't, you don't see I that mean, all the that, time. That makes more sense than the girl being the nerd and, you know. It does. Yeah. It, it does. Uh, and then David Zika, love the David Zika, posts this photo. I will put in the show notes. Rugs, he met your people. He posted this photo of about 40 puppets. Now, if you're a new listener. Yeah, I recognize some of these dudes. Rugboy <laughs> is a felty American, which is the politically correct way to say. Rugboy's a puppet, and I know. You're asking, what, why is there a puppet uh, on a podcast, audio podcast? And to that, I answer, why aren't there more puppets on well, audio podcasts? Look, if you look carefully at this photo, you're going to notice that there is the same puppet repeats a, a bunch of times. He's the black dude with the ninja star on it. I, th- <laughs> I all right? thought they were all related. Yes. All right. So, like, you, you, these are not, like, uh, basically one like one and only original like like I am. Like, there's no other rug boy. No, you'll never find another rug boy. Because by- I'm a real person. All right, but this dude on the this, the the god one right next to him on the top, he's got my sandals. I've got the same exact <laughs> pair of sandals as that. Guy. I, I just I wanted to know how many of those felties you banged, rugs. Um, listen, that none. I definitely banged the dragon like at least six times. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, and uh, uh, the, the monkey and that thing that looks like a muppet. I, I definitely. I definitely had a three way with those. Things. That white beard on on that one guy. That's not hair, people. That's that guy him. looks like Imran. <laughs> no, the, the Dalmatian looks like Imran. The Dalmatian does look like, that's what I used to look like in my peak vitiligo days. That's correct, Andy. And that the one at the very bottom looks like Oats from Holland Oats with the, with the mustache. <laughs> I love this picture of Felties. Thank you, David Zika. And, yeah, it brings uh, back a lot of memories from when uh, I went to those retreats. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of lot of sexual <laughs> shenanigans. A lot yeah, of we had felty. retreats, yeah. we had activities. Trust falls, all that shit. Slack <laughs> hole, uh, punching, all that stuff. <laughs> oh, it's like snowball in high school. That yeah. I went to. That's great. Uh, finally, Jess Rivera, still not a girl. So let's get to Star Wars The Last Jedi review, which, boy, fellas, what a fucking week it's been for Star Wars. That's all I've been seeing, Star Wars. That's all I've been hearing. And uh, the fan response, let, if you could just comment on the fan response, it's been crazy. I've seen a whole variety. From best movie ever to this is the worst movie ever, and 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 all different kinds of people with different reactions, uh, it's crazy. Right? Did you uh, see that uh, Mark Hamill even commented that he wasn't really into the way the story was? And he laid said out that ear- he said earlier he didn't agree with what uh, he was going to do with Luke in this movie, and he's like, "This is not my Luke." Yeah, so it's very uh, divisive of a movie, I think. Well, when you first did the last week, when we did the audience score yes. and critic ratings, yeah. usually the audience like just loves eating shit sandwiches and will yeah. like anything, and they'll right. always like something way more than the critics do. And this was not the case. The critics obviously really enjoyed this, and the audience score was extremely uh divisive i think star wars people and star trek people are very critical yeah more than marvel people dc people more than i think 
Um, because even when something's good, they don't like it. Yeah, it's a little more well, hardcore. Let me, let me let's get into that. I think it's be also because Star Wars, they everyone you know, there's such long delays between these these um, three part episodes that everyone has their thoughts on how it should go. Yeah, and they've been letting this fester for like 15 years. Like, oh, this is or in this case, even like you know, since the first three came out, because this is after. These take place in that like timeline. Forty after. years, dude. Yeah. So forty years of speculation of where Luke would be and where Leia would be and all that. Lots to live up to. First of all, who would have thought we'd be in the middle frame of a third Star Wars trilogy forty years after a New Hope came out? That in itself is nuts. But boy, you would have thought fucking Zack Snyder directed this movie. The way these hardcore Star Wars fandom has gone nuts over it. Well, you know, there's always uh, extremes, right? There's like. You know, there's uh, people who love a movie no matter what and defend it and apologize for everything. Then there's people who just hate everything. And, you know, th- that's an extreme way of thought, too. It's They're not right either. So there's, there's a middle ground. Yeah, so let's, look, let's get into what we think. Of yeah, it. look, before real quick, before we get into opinion, here's some facts. Metacritic score, this movie's got 86. Like Anthony just said, Rotten Tomatoes, 93% fresh, 8.1 out of 10. But the audience score, 55%, which this is the lowest audience score of any Star Wars movie, including the prequels. Oh, shit. Uh, and then there was a dude on Facebook claimed that he used bots to drive the audience rating down. I don't know if that was true. That was crazy. Skip that. Who cares? Fuck it. But the box office. The bo- Okay, so the box office is going to be very telling. This opening weekend uh, exceeded what they were predicting. It made $220 million opening weekend. Currently, it's at 278 domestic worldwide. $573 million in six days. It's made over half a billion fucking dollars. That's crazy. Well, that's Star Wars money, man. It's the yeah. second biggest opening ever. And of course, like we said, it's not going to match Force Awakens. Force Awakens made 248 uh, opening weekend. So. Did Bilotti die, by the way? Oh, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> John, you there? I was trying to get a few points in, but then I got drowned it out by you guys. So I'm just going to stay silent until I'm called upon. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> oh, what a buzzkill. It's okay. Really, John? What do you What do you think? What is this box office saying? Is this repeat viewing? Like people hate this movie, yet it keeps making lots of money. Of course, it's repeat viewing. All my Star Wars friends are seeing it like three, four times because they're they're all processing it. They're like, yeah. I don't know what I just saw. Yeah. I have to see it again. So they're just seeing it like three times. So yeah. That's Absolutely. interesting because, like, even the haters are going back and giving the movie money over well, and over again. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those things where you don't know what you just saw. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's I think it was uh, <laughs> Anthony's exact uh, sentence. Yeah. I don't You're know like, what it is. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's how we all felt. I did. I did want to add something about the critic stuff because yeah. I don't know if you guys have been noticing. But do you notice that critic scores for these subpar movies have been like unanimous, unanimously positive, like going back to Spider-Man Homecoming yeah. and all these all these big movies are getting all these good reviews. And I'm like, I wonder if just like some sort of conspiracy to, to get people back into the theater. I mean, Justice League got panned. We all know that. But yeah. Homecoming, Homecoming kind of sucked. But everyone was like, oh, it's so good. And I was like, no. And we all kind of agreed that it wasn't that good. So I don't. I don't know what's going on. I feel like these critics are getting paid to write these really positive reviews. I don't know. Maybe. It kind of smells to me because it's Hollywood and they're all in on this shit. So, I mean, I, w- I will agree that the, the scores for those movies, uh, initially, uh, each time I'm like, 
wow, that seems really high. And then you see the movie, and you're like, yeah, why? That's a little high. Like, it's always a little bit higher than you think it should right. be. It is weird when you watch a movie and you don't like it, and then everybody that you know is either loving it, and you don't know, or you read all these reviews that say it's great. And sometimes people, I think a lot of people are swayed by reviews. They just want to be part of something, and they get caught up in whatever. They don't really think about what they saw. So it, it's it's weird sometimes. Star Wars does have that pull. Even when I remember back to the prequels, yeah. it just has that hype around it that people yeah. just have to see what it is. Yeah, and I mean, that the fan reaction before I saw the movie had me even more intrigued from what I was hearing all over the board. I was like, what the fuck is, it, is this movie? What's in this movie that's got fucking geeks blowing a gasket? Which is always funny, too. I like, love dancing around talking about a movie. Okay, we just look. talk about the movie? <laughs> yeah. about that? We'll start. Anthony's got somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah, I want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Let's start with opening thoughts. I want to know how big of a fan you were going in this movie and what you thought. Bilotti, you're our guest. I want you to go first. Why don't you start it off? All right. Well, I'm probably as big of a fan as Anthony is of Star Wars. I grew up around what? it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? I thought you liked it way more. All right. Never mind. No, Sorry. No, hell, <laughs> hell no. Wow. Um, no, I'm the Japanese guy, thick and thin. Um, okay. I always kind of grew up around it. I never got really into it. So I don't have that passion that the Star Wars nerds have. But um, as a general fan, if you watch the originals and then the prequels and then this, it's just like, oh, it's just been like a downward slope since, I guess, uh, Phantom Menace. So, yeah, I think the first thing I said was, what did I say to you guys? Um, I wish somebody would punch me in the face <laughs> because it'd be less painful than what I just watched. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so I guess that was my first reaction to seeing Last Jedi. There you so go. I guess I'll go with that as my opening thought. Okay, that's Ow. that's a good opener, Anthony. This is gonna be great, Anthony. Level of fandom and your opening thoughts. I'm so shocked that Bilotti thinks his level of fandom is the same of mine. Yeah, as me mine too. Because I wasn't expecting that. I really have no fandom for this. <laughs> um, I felt I felt forced to watch this. That being said, I did enjoy Force Awakens. I don't remember. I don't. I don't think I've even seen the 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 episodes one through three. I don't think I've seen them in, enti in their entirety ever. Um, four through six, I've seen them and I don't remember anything. Um, <laughs> okay. Force Awakens, I did enjoy. Uh, Rogue One, I actually really liked. So I was coming into this with like a positive attitude. I may have been distracted throughout the entire movie. I did huh? see it with a friend. Oh. Um, that's beside the point. There's but, some kind of popcorn shenanigans going on. Uh, uh, mm, no. Uh, <laughs> never a kiss and tell. Um, <laughs> But I did see it, and God, I walked out of that, and I think the first thing I said was, I don't know what the hell it is I just watched. I thought that shit was boring as fuck. I thought, how the fuck is anybody a fan of Star Wars after watching something like that? I was like, this shit is corny. The fucking uh, sound effects are corny. The designs are corny. Everything about this is lame as fuck. I don't know how anyone likes Star Wars, and yeah, I am really sad that I had to watch that fucking movie and waste Two and a half hours of my time. If it was two and a half hours and it felt like it was five. <laughs> okay. Now that's very interesting. Okay. Very good. Rug boy level of fandom opening thoughts. As a, f a fan of Star Wars. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Star Wars in the world, but I know so many people that are. Yeah. Uh, people that I'm very close to are huge Star Wars fans. So, um, I've watched every Star Wars movie multiple times. I mean, I have a bunch of Star Wars stuff. Uh, I watch... Now, my favorite thing about Star Wars is actually the animated TV shows. Yes. Uh, because 
they really let the ideas breathe and they really handle it in a way where they can tell you the lore and there's none of this like nonsense that's going on with the with the uh the force awakens with jj abrams and trying to like make a mystery out of everything or whatever it's like very i mean there are mysteries and that's what's great about star wars there are things to discover but so i know i I know a lot about star wars um so that's my fandom i I don't read the comics i don't read the books but i know people who do and they explain them to me Mm. um when i watched this movie i wasn't like like disappointed like like and thought it was a piece of crap I just was like perplexed more than anything. I was just like, why did they do this? And then I um, looked at it from a different standpoint of just like a movie making and writing standpoint. And I was like, this is really like, if you think about it, it's really like a lot of this is pointless. So uh, I was perplexed. That was my initial reaction. Okay, very good. Uh, for myself, look, I'm, I think I'm somewhere between you and Bilotti. Uh, you know, basically, I was eight when Return of the Jedi came out, height of Star Wars mania. I had all the toys. I read the comic books. So I've seen all the movies, but I have not read all the expanded books. I've watched some Star Wars Rebels. So I'm like uh, a little higher than a casual fan, but uh, I love the original trilogies. And leaving this movie initially, yes, I was confused. Uh, and a little frustrated and slightly disappointed and just like, huh, okay. Uh, you know, the, it, it, there's some great moments, but there's clearly a lot of uh, issues. Uh, but then I've been, I haven't been able to stop thinking about the movie. I saw it like three days ago. And as, as I keep thinking about the movie, I started to kind of understand what it is and what he was trying to do and what it's, what it's saying. But it still has lots of crazy issues uh so that that's initially what i felt and it's it's changed it's gone back and forth every day it's a very challenging movie well you know when you go into a museum and you see like a really shitty painting yes and then someone tries to explain it to you why it's awesome and then you're like you get it but this painting's still shitty to you i guess that's what this movie is sometimes there's degrees of that like the art institute has this painting it's called blue panel it's literally just the blue panel now look i appreciate modern art i've taken art history i can understand a lot of it but that to me there's nothing anybody can say that's gonna justify fucking blue panel Sounds right. like Star Wars. Sounds a little bit like Star Wars. So let's get into, before we get really negative and nitpicky, let's just get into what worked, what we liked, what we thought this movie did well. It's going to be a short section. Uh, look, let's just start with well, it. Can, a- I, can, <laughs> yeah. I, can I just preface this with something? Yes. Okay, there's three ways of thinking about this movie. Yes. Right? As a fanboy yeah. and people who read all the books and all the other stuff, you, you could think about it at, at, that, that loves what they've read and everything like that. Then there's the guys that are on board for the new version of this, mm-hmm. right? And then there's the person who's looking at it as a film and how it's a film is constructed. So we have to take all of that into consideration when we talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. It's true. All right. So, so as a it. film, it's, you know, craftily, expertly made. It's really well made, beautifully shot. Right. You know, the technical, the editing, the special effects, everything looks great. There are moments uh, that you could freeze frame and hang on your wall. It's so gorgeous. Yes. Uh, and uh, one of my favorite moments was the uh, hyperspace suicide attack where it, Beautiful. Went, it went silent. It looked like an abstract painting. And I got to tell you, the audience was fucking silent. Like nobody made a sound. It was so weird. It all of a sudden went silent. Just just gorgeous. Uh, so I got to give him props for that. Right. Yep. 
Anthony, yeah. do you have anything you liked about this movie? <laughs> Did you hit that spoiler button? Uh, oh, yeah, by the way. Trap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Um, what there suicide? Were... <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple. I mean, I kind of woke up when uh, they were in that red room and Snoke was annihilated by ah. that by that lightsaber. I kind of woke up there. I was like, oh, this movie's kind of picking up now. I thought that was cool. That was a great lightsaber battle. Um, I like the diversity. I know people talking about pandering. I didn't see it. I thought. No, was, I think it was fun. I thought it was great. I thought the the literal. Someone pointed it out to me. It was like the literal the the allegory of like uh, Asian and a black and Hispanic or you know whatever the fuck Oscar Isaac is and a woman like literally behind a wall against the rebel or the, the what the Empire was it called uh, the First Order the First Order like that has so many meanings now in context. Yeah, it's what, them versus like white guys, like white right. males. And, you and, know? and like they're coming up against the wall, like literally behind a wall. I thought that was all cool stuff. Um, what else was good? Anti-rich, <laughs> uh, veganism. <laughs> seems. Is Chewbacca uh, a vegan I like, now? I like the end. I like the, the, the thought of, I like the idea of the force not being uh, passed down to just ah, a family, but interesting, like, yes. other people can tap into it. I thought that was kind of interesting. And that that's Ray, nothing new. I, well, I don't know it. I don't know shit. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if I, you watched any of the old movies, there's Jedi's of all different ilk. Right. Well, yeah. all, I was, I mean, tying yeah. that into like Ray, not like her her parents not being anything special. Right. I know that there was a lot of spe- speculation that she was somehow related to something important, and they're not. Yeah. So all that stuff, some of those ideas, I thought were cool. That's all I yeah, got. I do. I also like the fact that Ray is not related. I've been te- I've been saying this forever. Like I hate when people are always tied into other people because that's like what they teach you in film writing yeah. that everything has to be tied together all the time and then it just gets so repetitive mm. and it's boring and you, why can't you have somebody whatever and not only that but the, you know in uh, in Star Wars they've established many Jedis that are not related to Skywalkers you watch Rebels you watch Attack of the Clones or what any of those uh, Clone Wars there's t- tons of Jedis that, that are not considered related canon or no yeah the um, cartoons are yeah, are they? Yeah, yeah. I no, I, I mean, uh, Mace May, Windu is not related to Luke Skywalker, right? You know, it's like we know that, so it's like uh, Ahsoka Tano is not. So it's like uh, all of these dudes are are random people. I do so. love this attempt, Ryan Johnson, starting to push away from the Skywalker story because yes, I'm kind of tired of Skywalkers. I kind of want the Skywalker story to end. So a lot of the things they did in this movie, I was like, okay, good, we're moving forward. But yeah, uh, but you know, Kylo Ren could also be lying. We don't know. Uh, but the point that that unexpected turn is one of the things I also liked about this movie. It, it's every time you think you, it's supposed to go, it feels like it's going to do one thing. It does not do that. thing. It but, seemed like this movie, because there was a lot of like feedback of like how the first one was just a retread. Correct. So it seemed right. like this movie, Ryan Johnson and the writers were like, fuck everything. Yeah. We're going to do, we're killing all of that shit and we're doing our own thing now. Like it was almost like a response. It felt like, yeah, but you know what that feels like to me though? That feels like a JJ Abrams uh handoff. Mm. You know, like he thinks of this idea, then all of a sudden it gets handed off to somebody else and they don't know what to do with his ideas, so they just do something else. Mm. Uh like for example, I ha- I've heard a lot of people going like why does Ray need to be related to anybody? That that that's it's so refreshing. I'm like, yeah, but if they really wanted to be ballsy, they would have in- introduced her with parents that were not related to anybody and they that wouldn't even be a discussion. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 planted that seed 
and dangled that carrot to make people like have a mystery to solve. You that's, know? The, that's the lost uh, strategy of storytelling yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But- so they they shot themselves in the foot there. I guess by doing that, by dangling those carrots. The movie is kind of a fuck you to like J.J. Abrams Everything and George that J. J. Lucas. J.J. Abrams and- set up has got got blown away. Like Kylo Ren's helmet yeah. got Smashed taken away. It. Who's Gage- Snoke? Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. So all of these things that they set up in that first movie were are completely unnecessary. But the thing that I almost can't forgive is is uh, the throwing away of the Jedi Order. I think that that was a. I think that's a huge mistake. Uh, Let me tag on to the throwing away everything. Yeah, Princess Leia, the actual actress, Carrie Fisher is dead. Yes, you know what? You're not going to get her anymore, and you're not getting Luke anymore. We're killing him too. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, this is a. (laughs) Let's not kill the obvious character. Let's kill the character that's still going to be alive in real life. Yeah, I don't think they do anything good going into the movie. Yeah, Bloody, you got anything good? I'm, you know, this whole time I've been thinking of like what I really liked about it. Um, yeah. You guys pretty much said it all. I did like Poe a lot. I thought he was an awesome character. And I liked, uh, I did like uh, Grouchy Luke. I liked any scene with him and Ray and Kylo, uh, the suicide run. And um, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was one shot of Leia at the end where she's behind that giant wall. And she has like this mask on her face. Oh yeah, and covering just, her face. Oh, you know, that yeah. shot, like I can't get out of my head. That was a beautiful shot. Beautiful. Um, there's a, there's a lot of shots that 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 are very lasting. Oh yeah, there. there's yeah, the, there's some beautiful photography for yeah. sure. The but there was some awkward photography in it as well. But we'll yeah. get to that later. But I I enjoyed seeing Puppet Yoda. Like, no, I know this is a big budget movie and they're using a fucking puppet. That was a conscious, obviously a conscious but decision. Yes, that is like a great nostalgia poll because it just brings you back to like the what, original. What's the deal trilogy. with that? Is he just a spirit? He's a force ghost, correct. Oh, yeah. Okay. But what he's done, so the other thing I liked is they showed us a lot of new force powers. When he caused the lightning to actually strike the thing and burn everything, like uh, they, the force ghosts had never interacted with uh, the physical world before. Could someone explain to me now yeah. what the fuck the force is going on. What's going on here? <laughs> That's a good question well, now, because it, it I don't know It used to anymore. be easier to explain, but yeah. now they've, they've, they've muddied it up. They've totally muddied it up. Yeah, in the prequels, they, they, they explained it as the mitochlorians in your body. Well, see, you got to ignore that. It's, you I, know, I, you know what? The, these new movies have made me like the prequels, believe it or not. <laughs> All right. So the way that I interpret the force, yes. and this is going to be really a bunch of bullshit that I'm making up right now. Is that um, midichlorians or not? Basically, a, a person has su- whatever conductibility where they can actually kind of impose their will over molecules, like uh, out of uh, you know the fabric of reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very hard to do. So the like it, even so even with the most training and focusing, you can only do a few things that are like basically tangible, but the the more that you train and the more that you actually be become interacted with this force, uh, the more shit you can do, basically. But it takes like, you know, it takes years and years and years of practicing to master. It's like almost like uh, like it, almost like a meditation. Like, so, yeah, like, yeah. like 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 Shaolin knights are doing. Do yeah. Why can why can Ray? basically Skype with the force? Like she's been doing this for two I, minutes. That doesn't make any sense. But I mean. Yeah. You, I mean, at a certain point, you could transcend space and time if you, if you know how to, you know, kind of, if you can interact with the fabric of uh, 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 of reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've you never can bend s- it, you we, know. Yeah, 
They've never had but, I mean, force projection like, before. Like that was another new power. That was crazy. But yeah, the force t- force time. Everyone's calling it. Well, force I'm just time. confused at like why Ray is like this expert. Nobody knows. That's that's the fu- infuriating thing. Nobody the mystery. knows. And, they, and they're talking about how how much training you have to do. And she's like ama- amazing at it already. Yeah, well, she was amazing at the end of the first one. And right. Like, that's this what girl I'm saying. Has, well, well, some just people continued. are just good at stuff. Like right. you know, naturally inclined to the. And so it's very special when someone's. It's like like Luke Skywalker and Anakin before him were very very in tune with the Force. Actually, Yoda is made of the Force. Oh, he's all made of the Force. Yes, yes. he's like a Force that they're the, they're very rare beings. That's why you don't see that many of them. Well, when you die, you become one with the Force. Yeah, and then you Jedi. go back and become one with. Can the, force. the Dark Force people become Force ghosts? Has that is ever that a new thing? I don't know. Dark ghosts, force? No, I mean, no the, you can always see ghosts in the force. No, like Darth Vader or like Snow. Could he be a force ghost? Could they, we've never seen like a bad uh, person come back. Anakin, no, Anakin was a force ghost at the end of Jedi. Yeah, but it was like back. good Anakin. It was, it was like <laughs> it was before. That's know. a good they, point. That's they a good never point. show that. They never really get into the Sith. Plus he no, got they never redeemed. Really, yeah. They never really. T- I'm, I'm sure that it could happen. I mean, anything goes. But I think that the whole thing about. If somebody dissipates into the force, because everybody that came back as a force ghost dissipated into a ghost. Right. So like Yoda, for example, he dissipated into the force in Empire. What was it? In Return, in of, the Return of the Jedi. So and the same thing with Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, when he was fighting Darth Vader, he yep. disappeared into the force. So it, they will themselves to kind of tear themselves apart into the force but again they, you know one what? with the force vader didn't vader didn't do that at the end of jedi oh he just Remember? dies he just dies and they burn him why you know, does he want to oh, they burn him that's right why does he's he keep referring to kylo ren as like the next vader because he's his grand uh what is it grandson he's it's great he is his grandson he's, he's a skywalker oh uh, so but then like you you become a vader i thought he was just kylo ren like that that was his mask and he's this bad guy well, he's he emulating kept, his grandfather. I think Vader is what they as a term that they use for like some kind of leader under the emperor. Oh. So the confusing part is that it, it seems like think, it's ge- uh, g- genetic, like the force is passed down through bloodlines. But now all of a no, sudden, uh, this movie, that's why I kind of I, I see how this movie is challenging the notion of Star Wars concepts, what a Star Wars movie is. And it's telling us kill the past. That shit is done. And now anyone, these orphans have force powers, little fucking kids sweeping up. I kind of uh, like at that. The end. Yeah, it's I like, the, whole, up. I like the, the ending. I actually thought was OK. Really? You thought it was hopeful at the end? Yes. Yeah. That kid looking out. Yeah. And yeah, being but, able to use the force, I thought that was cool. You know what? The more I thought about it, I was just like, this was basically um, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi wrapped up in one movie. Yeah, kind of combined. That's I was just, you know, like the end when they jump into the trench on another white planet and they have the walkers again. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, this looks, I think I turned to my brother and I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like you're doing it. I was like, you did it to me again, Star Wars. You fucking got me. <laughs> you know, just more fucking nostalgia rape. Except fuck- one, the- well, one more thing too. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I, I thought this movie had some good ideas. Yeah, like I like the idea of there being this planet that is just the one percent, which is just loving yes, war and the war profits. Like I think there's some ideas mm-hmm. there that could. Oh yeah, be explored. But then when this, but then you have laser sound effects in the background, and I'm just like, <laughs> like, like am I, I'm expecting like kablam written across across the front of the screen after that. Like, <laughs> this is fucking corny. One of the things that I really liked was I think that the acting was pretty good all over, yeah, uh, all around. I think everybody kind of brought something to it, um, so it was performed well. Yes, yes. Um, I also, I mean, I just like the art direction more than anything, and the the cinematography was just really cool. I, and I even liked some of the musical cues and 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 some of the like. 
Like there was moments in the in the theater where everybody cheered. So it there did it, it did pe- it did grab people to that extent where people were cheering. Yeah. You know, when that lightsaber went through that red guy's head. Oh, that dude, that was know? a great move where he just turns it on and off. Yeah. Uh, and takes him out. When Snoke got killed, or, people cheered in my theater. Or when they or when they cut to Luke like hovering over that thing, then you know that it was a projection. Yeah, yeah. People were gasping, like, oh shit. Yeah. So it's like there was like good filmmaking, but if you think about what those things are and then you start to kind of process what you just watched, then you're like, oh, that was a great moment. But like, did I really want the story to go that way? Yeah. And that's where that's the conundrum of being perplexed that I that I have. You yeah. know what? You know what? To sort of piggyback off of what Anthony said, I did like the war profiteering yep. line yep. that Del Toro throws out. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I like Snoke's um, throne room, like the whole red and the black. I mean, no, that, was, that was pretty striking. badass. And then it was going up in flames. It was very, very cool. I think what this new trilogy so far is missing is like, you know, like the original trilogy and the prequels are basically George Lucas and his vision and his what message he's want, he tries to convey. And the original trilogy was basically the Vietnam War, World War II. Yeah. Uh, the second trilogy, the prequels, is basically about democracy and how quickly it can crumble this one, I'm like, what the fuck it's are they not, trying to say? Yeah, like it's, that, it's, that's, it's, yep, that's a lot of the problems with the, both this and Force Awakens is there's a lot of gaps. The motivations are very clear. I think there's things they're trying to say. It's just they're not, they're not focused clumsy. on They're not anyway. succeeding yeah. at them. But I give them balls, especially for this one, for, for holding up this fuck you to everything that came before. Because, uh, it, but at the same time, you're right, John. So you it's really like hated Empire. the Force Awakens that much and yeah, the original the original trilogy is that much that you want to just, just like, just scrap everything and, no, and rebuild. No, that's one of the main issues with what's been bugging me about these movies. Is you exactly just said that. you were giving them props for saying fuck you. Well, it's everything. ballsy. It's, it's a ballsy, ballsy thing to do. I give props it to be ballsy, ballsy, but trying. I didn't say they succeeded. Right, Whether that's right. a different thing, but but I think it's a kind trying. of. Now, if we can get into what we didn't like. Yes, we can. Right after a quick break right here, we're going to play some promos and we will get nitpicky and because there is a lot to nitpick. Uh, we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Do you like sci-fi, AI, and technology? Do you enjoy going on tangents and down random rabbit holes of a subject? Then join me and my friends each week on Brokebot Mountain as some artificially intelligent people attempt to walk through a maze that explores themes of existence and free thought in sci-fi TV, movies, and books. The conversations are unique and bring an unusual perspective to the genre and can literally go anywhere. And we do mean anywhere. You can find us at BlazingCaribouStudios.com or look for Brokebot Mountain on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey everybody, I'm Stephen Pappas. And I'm Julie Ken. And we are the host of the Meddling Kids podcast, a review of all things Scooby-Doo. We are going through every episode in the Scooby-Doo canon to explain all the questions you meddling kids have. Right, exactly. Like, is Fred a serial killer? How old is Fred exactly? Why does Daphne have such bad posture? Where do these kids live? And is pot legal there? (laughs) Where is this place? I think it's Florida. Anyway, stick with us for the Meddling Kids Podcast, a groovy review of all things Scooby-Doo. Called the Working Man's Nerdist, Tales from the Fandom is a weekly podcast where David talks with a guest about the fandoms that they love. Whether it's classics like Star Trek, Star Wars and Tolkien, or new ones like Game of Thrones or Harry Potter. 
Anime, books, TV shows, movies, role-playing, video games, cosplay and more are discussed. Each episode is different, based on the guest. No fandom is too big or too small. Subscribe to Tales from the Fandom and join in on the fun. Listener, if you've been enjoying the show for uh, just a couple of weeks or many weeks or almost three years we've been doing the show and you want more show, there's a very easy way to do that. Just join our fan club, jockanerd.com slash Patreon gets you there. And for a low monthly or high monthly, whatever you want, whatever you think the show is worth, pledge, you will get access to a bonus RSS feed with lots of exclusive content, post shows, instant reactions to movies. We'll eventually put whole episodes. There's a whole episode up there. I got to say a big shout out and thank you. We got a new one. Talking nerd. This week, new patron, John. Okay, I'm going to butcher this name, so I'm going to take a quick survey, you guys. How do you pronounce this name, M-A-G-A-T. I think you pronounce it with a French pronunciation. <laughs> okay. M- Maggot? Okay, that was my first thought. <laughs> or Magat, is it, like or, Sagat from or Street Sagat, Or is it Maga? Yeah, I'm going to go with that John one. Maggot. I, John, right in. I don't know how to say your last name. I probably butchered it. But that's par for the course here. If you've been listening, thank you very much for your pledge. Thanks, bruh. Right, right on. We got another one. Thank you. Booyah. Growing Jock and Nerd Nation. Also, buy some merch, people. We got t-shirts. Visit jockandnerd.com slash shop. And we sold another mug, and I hope it's not Anthony again. Did you buy another mug, Anthony? No, it's one of my friends that bought it for Oh, excellent. It makes a great gift. Yes. It is. It's a Christmas gift. Makes a great Christmas gift. Mine and your mug is nothing. (laughs) There's nothing better than opening up a stocking and seeing your mug on it. (laughs) My mug will be on a mug. Boy, is that cheesy. Okay. Now, this is the fun part. Can I go first on the D? Yeah. But look, before we get into what didn't work for us, it's I've been so back and forth with this movie where I I wrote down a bunch of nitpicks and plot holes, but some of these things I can almost counter uh, with an argument. So go first, Anthony. I I wanted to go first because I feel like it can get real technical. Yeah. And that's where I mentally check out. Okay. (laughs) Let's go broad (laughs) themes then. Broad shit. First off, I thought the shit was boring and corny. I already said that. But Star Wars is so fucking corny. Like I was already I was on board after Rogue One, and now I'm like, dude, the the, the laser sounds and the costume designs, like, what's cool about any of this? That's this is Star also Wars. Star Wars cheese. Yeah, it it's really fucking is. cheesy as yeah. shit. I don't right. I don't understand it. That's that's one thing. But the, yeah. the 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 main two things I really didn't like were fucking Finn's storyline. It is the one of the worst storylines I've ever seen in a movie. Yes, uh, a fucking <laughs> side plot to pick up some random code breaker that really means nothing to the final plot. fucking terrible like that whole thing was just a goddamn waste of time i don't know who wrote that but that person should be kicked in the balls by imran's uh face (laughs) that's that's probably what should happen i like this and then the other thing i didn't like is benicio del toro its character is just retarded like what (laughs) why does he have a stutter why is he acting like this he always plays characters like that though yeah i I don't give a fuck why he always plays hard why is he playing someone that is you can't even understand what the fuck he's saying yeah like what what and he's supposed to be like Something integral part to this story, and then at the end, he's nothing. Like, he's just a, a piece of shit. Get the fuck out of here. I'm done with this. All right. You guys go ahead. <laughs> well, let's talk about... So, that probably... Oh, wait. Before I start on this, I want to actually uh, acknowledge uh, a couple of things that I liked that okay. I didn't mention. Okay, go, go ahead. I think the best scene in the movie uh, that's not an action scene is when uh, Luke goes into the Millennium Falcon and sees uh, 
the footage from R2-D2. Oh, wait, the uh, original yes. Leia footage. Yeah, I love that, that they played and, that. And, uh, you know, basically R2-D2 gives him some shit for, like, not wanting to get back into the fray. Yeah. He's like, remember this? Yeah. So uh, I thought that was a great scene, but then you never see R2-D2 again. No, you don't. <laughs> not much to see 3PO either. I was yeah. Chewie. Where you don't see were. Chewie that much. You yeah. barely yeah. see Chewie. You so barely see It was either. weird yeah. that- Fuck old Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> That's what but, this movie um... is saying. Yeah, it, that's what it's doing. That is the point of the movie. So, let, so the the plot, like, there's not really a plot. It's a long chase, and that whole side thing with Finn, I agree, was it, pointless. It didn't even need to take place. No, it's a stupid plan. No. And uh, like, they could have let. First of all, Poe Dameron, like, uh, he he comes in and he asks her, like, "What's the plan?" Yeah, he, she could have been like, "Well, we're just gonna <laughs> run away until we get close enough to this planet where we can jettison, jettison out." Yeah, why doesn't she tell him? I don't know. I, that was, because he, yeah. he, she's like, fuck him. And I'm like, Leia doesn't say anything. Leia's like, uh, oh, you know, uh, you know, or when she comes to, like, yo, tell this guy what the fuck's going on. You know, like, it, we could, I don't know. either one of them they told wrote each it that other way just so it, it could happen the that plan, way. plan, it would have been. Has, yes. has the girl from Jurassic Park been in any of these movies? Why no. is she so important no. all of a sudden? No, she's new no. Captain Holdo, new character. And uh, she exists in some of the lore. Okay, but, you know, in the books, yeah. yeah, I yeah, she's she's new on the screen. I have so many questions. Yes, uh, like uh, space bombs. Did that bother anyone? It was a little <laughs> like a forced thing. <laughs> but was you that can, the beginning? Yes. Uh, yeah. Where they drop bombs in space? Like all the fans right. are like, you can't drop bombs in space, but you, you can. You can. I mean, it's basically like if you. All they need is a little push, and they go in a Plus, direction. You, you can but. science it, saying the ships have gravity generators, and it releases from one gravity generator and catches caught in the other one. Ju- I just think that they're pushed fields. down. That's all. Yes. They're just yeah, pushed they down. Magnetized or something? Or? Yeah, they could have been magnetized. Been magnetized. So that one kind of falls flat. Now, and right at the beginning. It's I mean, it was silly, though, when you thought yes. about it, like space bombs. Space bombs? What the fuck? It just sounds ri- ridiculous. Why, why do the bombers move so slow? I mean, yeah. And why remember, do they like, fly so close together so that when one blows up, they all blow up? Like, you yeah, don't think they would bombers, learn to fucking Modern bombers out? don't fly that slow. Even World War II bombers. They were like, you know, and yeah. then you had the little Mustangs defending them. I was like, why are they moving like elephants? can't be that heavy that they're flying that slow. Oh, so right. Dumb. So there was in the beginning, there was a moment that I liked and it led directly to a moment that was completely confusing was the moment Kylo had targeted Leia and he doesn't take the shot. You know, right. That's very important. And the guy behind him comes in, takes the shot. Leia gets blown out the hatch and has a fucking Guardians of the Galaxy Mary Poppin moment. And forces her, uh, force pushes herself back in. Like, what the fuck? This is crazy. First of all, I didn't know Leia. She's never shown powers, and I didn't know Jedi's don't die in the vacuum of space. What's going on here? Yeah, it just seemed like it was out of place. Not, a, I mean, uh, Leia should have died in this movie. I think that she should have been the one to do the uh, the sacrifice run. Yes, absolutely. I don't yeah, know I agree why. With that. Well, they, mm, that's interesting. They, they never yeah. filmed it. Yeah, they never. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but they could have CG'd that shit yeah. for that the scene. The back of her or something, because there was a, uh, yeah, there's a couple of moments where Holdo is talking, but it's like the her mouth isn't moving and they cut some words in because they, I think they were, had to restructure some of it. Yeah. But what is with Disney and fucking Mary Poppins and, and, and the humor? What you got? Did anybody like the humor no. in the movie? I no, it was, that first, that no. first. Uh, it uh, opens with a prank call. Yeah, it, was, it took me right out of it because that's not it Star Wars. Yes. Like, yeah, I mean, that's never been Star Wars. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, I also, I didn't like the camera work in that, like the camera work in the Mary Poppins shot. And in that beginning scene before the attack, before like Poe starts shooting shit, yeah. then it gets cool again. Yeah. But just the shot of the guy, it looked like a TV comedy shot. Like you'd see in like the Orville, <laughs> like the way it was framed. Yeah. Talking about Hux when General yeah, Hux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like it, whole... was, it was like a sitcom scene. Where it, was yeah, a totally... it was like a parody it... of Star Wars, the way yeah, he was talking. So like I, and I, and it popped in from being a very polished, beautiful, like epic looking uh, filming and cinematic to like that TV comedy I thing. I thought this was and, the Spaceballs reboot that they've been promising us. So it, 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 you know, just from a cinematic standpoint, I thought it was very uneven and it, it, it was very jarring. And I don't really like, I'm not a big fan of like this new Marvel trend of like, in, in like force injecting like yes. humor into everything. Uh, and, it, humor is like a very broad thing. You can do a humor, have something that's funny, but like uh, not to that level where he's making a prank call. It just seems uh, that that's a little maybe too far. Well, what was jarring for me is like these jokes are a little modern, but to Anthony's point, Star Wars' humor has always been kind of vaudevillian and old timey and kind Stupid. of cheesy and corny. But up until now, we've only had like Han Solo making jokes. In the movies, you know, like right. there's the humor does not come from anywhere else. It's all left unintentionally a few times. A lot of people did it. My screening also but like even like when that was when, interesting, even when the fucking the the ship gets blown up and Poe gets thrown out of the ship. Then like right after like BBA comes like f flying out like yes, a, a in a funny line. way to yeah. defuse it. Yeah. So like, um, like there's always something that takes the piss out of everything that like lets the air out of every tense moment. Anthony, what did you laugh at that you probably weren't meant to? Honestly, I don't remember, but there were some real cheesy fucking lines. <laughs> was it shirtless where... Kylo? Because people laughed no, when that my, showed up. The thing that really pissed me off was the handing of the lightsaber and him tossing it. Uh, yes. I that, thought that was. Yes. Why did they have to play that for a joke? He could have done anything that would have yes. more poignant. Oh, I was thinking about that. Like, it totally did. He could have just handed it back to her. Or just walked away. He should have just turned around and walked just away. Just flip it to the side, throw it in the ocean what and walk part away. Is it? Right in the beginning, this is... I mean, you could even oh, throw yeah. it in a way... You could even have thrown it in a way that wasn't so, like... Yes, like, no. trying to be funny. Right. So, the you know, the real... This is why... I can see why the fans hate this, because for two years we've been waiting where... The, to see what happens where the Force Awakens ends. She's handing him the lightsaber, and what is he going to do? And it's such a, like, tense, uh, expected moment. And again, he does the unexpected, flips it over his shoulder like it's a fucking uh, 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 Three Stooges cartoon. Yeah, but you can do that same thing. You yes. can do that same action I didn't and like make that. it poignant. I didn't. Yeah, he could have easily gave her a look and just flipped the thing away and walked away. Like, that would have been a little more... Uh, in the moment, how about just drop it and it rolls off the cliff? Yeah, just let just just drop it and let it go, and that just that look. And I was like, "What? What is this?" Uh, but I did still appreciate Grumpy fucking Dick Luke the way he was. He was a fucking dick. It was kind of fun. Isn't that predictable? Isn't that everyone thought he was gonna be? No, because this is what happens. This is the pattern. This is like for all the brave moves that they made, they did the exact same thing that happens to every fucking Jedi that, bit, yeah. that's over like 50 years old. Yeah. They become uh, hermit curmudgeons. They live away somewhere right. and then they, they try to hide. When 
I would like just once an old Jedi to be like fucking Count Dooku, like a fucking 80-year-old pimp I'm just back, kicking baby. everyone's ass. I'm still in it. Let's go. Yeah, just like fucking shit up and like not <laughs> giving a, a fuck. That's, like, all, that's like every comic book trope where like the old hero is now this like the Dark Knight, like where he's just this old curmudgeon and you yeah. got to reel him back in and yeah. make him see the yep. light again. Yep. Like, yep. Oh, you're not just this curmudgeon anymore. Remember when you were a hero? That's, yeah. like, that, that's common as fuck. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's, that's a very, that's a very trope. big trope, and they, yes. wasn't, they weren't doing anything brave by doing that. Right. No, now, knew and he so, was going to come back at the end. Yeah, right. And there was you know, no, it was yeah. no like surprise there. It's like, and okay. I feel like that we were robbed in that scene too, because as much as as cool as a, everybody gasped at that, that he was doing a force projection and yeah. he was faking it. He just dies after that. I agree. I did so not like I if did he would like have this. done that and yeah. lived and yes. then just maybe lived to the next movie, that would be cool. But if you're gonna like have him die anyway, have him go out swinging for right. real. Exactly. That's what I thought. I hated the way he disappeared. I was like, if that was gonna happen, why don't you just have him show up there and he and then because when they uh, they squared off, I was like, holy shit, Kylo Ren, Luke Skywalker, lightsaber battle. Here we go. And, yeah, and if Luke dies, at least he goes out in a blaze of glory. And like I appreciated the details. Like there was no there's no stakes to him being a projection. No, there isn't. There's, uh, very, there's no reason for him to die no. either. So then they said he died from the exertion of being the force projection. I was like, oh, if but I gonna- don't buy that. I don't buy that because if the force projection was such a hard thing to do, Kylo Ren and Ray are doing it all over the movie. Yeah, they're they, talking they're- to each other, touching each other. They're practically <laughs> fucking each other. So like, why is it so hard to do? Like, they're not even trying. They're not even breaking a sweat that talking is the to each new other. Young generation of force wielders, rugs. They, yeah, they're it's a bunch of bullshit. Sorry. And this is an old. He needed like, to get some you, extends in there, bro. Get, you gotta stick. <laughs> you gotta stick to your rules, even if you're breaking them. They gotta. You gotta break them the That's same. That's correct. And again, this is the large problem with these new movies: is they're so in consistent to what has come before what is with the the little like chicken things that okay are like, let's talk about the porgs fucking porgs. What, are they, what are they called porgs this, this, this See, is like, i would have thought it would be cooler if chewbacca just fucking ate the pork uh, me too i was like eat the fucking pork anyways <laughs> what's the deal with cares? the porgs i don't know they're a cute it's fucking a thing that's thing. there yeah star wars has has been very notorious for marketing shit to, shit to kids yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but the thing is like like darth maul was the best example he was in the movie for like five fucking minutes in Phantom Menace. Oh, I thought he was the villain when I first saw that movie. No, he was for like no, I'm five saying minutes. like before like seeing previews, I was like, that guy's the new yeah, Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Star Wars is notorious for doing that. They set him up and then he kill him. You know what it is? Because Lucas had to make all his money through merchandising because mm-hmm. that was the uh, agreement he made with the studios when he made mm-hmm. the original trilogy. So he would just market the shit out of the toys and characters. And then you see the movie and they're in it for five minutes. Like the Knights of Ren. Remember them from Force Awakens? Yes. What happened to the Knights of Ren? Exactly. So that's but that's what the porgs are. Just like hanging out with one. the knights who say me. <laughs> Bring me a strawberry. Knights of Kylo Ren? Yeah. Yeah. He had these Knights of Ren. Oh, they, Kylo they, Ren did, did get jacked, though. I never got. I never commented on. Did you enjoy Kylo shirtless Ren. Kylo Ren? I was like, whoa, this man. I thought this man was skinny <laughs> as fuck. He's always been, he's always, uh, been Is he? built. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you ever seen him in the in gar- girls? He's he always got a shirt off. Very ugly dude. <laughs> but jacked. You know they wanted him for Nightwing. You know that he was in Hell, Nightwing. Really? Yeah, they were talking about, it. and I was like, oh god, no, please. I mean, no. I guess equality for like all fly. people, all kinds of people that look retarded, but like, he, not retarded. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I he sorry did. to the, the the mentally disabled. <laughs> oh, they look, he looks not pleasing to the eye. I, I thought he did a pretty think, solid job. I think though, chicks dig him though for yeah, some reason. No, like some women, one woman laughed and like another woman like uh, cat called him. What's his uh, Adam Driver? Theater. Adam Driver. Yeah, not a good looking dude. But again, no. they had a weird humor where she's look. Ray is like, can you put a towel on or something? And he's like, no, fuck you. Uh, that was I thought that was strange. 
but Porgs, at least... Look, I still like the Ewoks because at least the Ewoks fucking did some shit and helped out. The Porgs are completely useless. The Ewoks from Return of the Jedi in the forest. They're Care Bears. Uh, Oh, those little bears? Yeah, Yeah. little bears. I love them. Look, they took out a bunch of stormtroopers. They were able to take down the fucking Empire somehow. Here's another question for you guys. Yeah, yeah, go. You know when, what's it, Poe? Yes. Poe Dameron? Yes. He like all of a sudden is like, he points his gun at the girl, with the the lady with the purple hair. He's like, all right, we're taking over. Yeah. Mutiny. Yeah, mutiny. I didn't know he had that. Why does he? How does he have that power to just cause a mutiny right then on the spot and just take over within like two seconds? Because obviously all those other fucking guys didn't know the plan either. Yeah, but there was like so- five guys and they were able to take over the entire ship for she like a good didn't twenty minutes. Tell anyone the plan, and if she had just tell them what the fuck I is did, going I just on. Like, where did this power come from? That he has the 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 influence to do something like that. Well, he's a big hero yeah. from is the he? last movie. He was one of the guys that helped blow up that fucking Star Killer base. I felt like they made him real, like real stupid the entire film. Like he was just running. He didn't into really battle. have yeah. a lot to do. Yeah, yeah. He, he was he, just the guy that was just running in like guns a blazing, and then you're like, and everyone's just like, "You're an idiot." Yep, yeah, no, you're an idiot. Leia's like, "I'm gonna shoot you because you're an idiot." Like throughout the movie, he's like, "Okay, what's the plan?" But it okay, could be easily solved if purple-haired lady would just tell him the plan. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why she didn't tell him the plan. Now, look, while it did unexpected things, it's also like there's so many similarities to Empire Strikes Back. It's it's kind of funny, like how Benicio del Toro's character is kind of like Lando Calrissian. They both sell out their people. Cla- yeah. Cloud City is like that city Canto Bite, the the casino city. Uh, there's Jedi training in both movies. The the resistance is fleeing is from there the Jedi Empire. Training? Yeah. Well, they, there's basically there were supposed to be three lessons. We saw two barely. I didn't. There should have been more training. What was the What was the two lessons? One is sit on a rock and think. Oh, make the rocks float. Yeah, and what was the second lesson? Was it with the don't go into the dark hole? No, was that it was the, the first hole? one. That was the first lesson. No, he was sitting in in the the, the temple. I don't even remember. In, and then what was the first lesson? Don't go in the dark hole. Yeah, it was, it was the rocks. Kylo Ren went to the dark hole. Don't go in that dark hole. And then the second lesson was don't go in the dark hole. I think no, no, that was, no, the first that was in the first lesson. Remember, because she's like, oh, uh, reach out, and then she she starts okay, to get so it. What's the, the second lesson? The second lesson was uh, he, he went into the story of him and uh, Kylo Ren. They were in the temple, and he was sitting down. Find out was, the truth. I don't even. And that's the second lesson. That's the training. Remember. <laughs> I can't and then remember. he went to see he went to see her wield the lightsaber, and he just walked away. He's like, "Oh, oh, you're good. Okay." And then you're she then and then he drank some like uh, blue milk. I special. did like the green milk from the fucking weird animals utter. That that was well, pretty that's funny. the blue milk that's from like the the yeah. first movie. Well, the blue green, milk. Well, that it's green drink. now, yeah, but that's always yeah. was it blue? Was it green? Anyways, it was blue. It was, it was very weird. There was just a lot of weird things. But the third lesson, it's it was cut. Uh, and it, uh, there, I'll put a link in the show notes about uh, there's a description of the third lesson. But yeah, he says three lessons and they fucking cut one lesson. And then so what, you're they f- really, I don't even remember what the second lesson was. I can't remember either. Her going into the black cave was exactly like Luke in Empire where he sees himself. She saw himself. It was a little trippy, but still kind of pointless. Yeah. They make uh, this big deal about don't go over there. And then she went over there and nothing bad happened. No, she went to the room of mirrors, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what was, that? What's was the deal there. with that? Yeah, Bruce Lee was there. <laughs> she found Han with, oh, the, with yeah. the fake hand. She got scratched up because with the guy with the claw. Yeah, she okay, had the cool. three the three scars on her face and her dress right, on the chest. Yeah, yeah. That would actually be cool to them. What, what is the, what was the deal with the mirror room? I didn't understand what was going on there. 
Yeah, I don't know. I was probably fucking sleeping. I she was she goes down there and she goes in the mirror room. She snaps her fingers. Snaps the fingers, and they, and they don't do it at the same time. They do it like one after the other. It's like a yeah. delay. Right, right. And right. she's like, "Who are my parents?" And then you see these two figures, and they merge into one. And they like she wipes away the like the mist on the on the window or the mirror, and it's her. Right, and then she sort of snaps out of it. She's something. her own parents. Well, Luke did an yeah, empire. Whatever the, I, don't like, know, I was fucking probably fucking sleeping. It's like well, stepping she raised in, herself, <laughs> stepping into the dark side of the force, and like learning a secret about yourself. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all the whole thing about Ray's reveal is that uh, she's a fucking. Nobody. So is Kylo Ren now the new supreme leader? He is the supreme leader. So this movie, by the end of it, puts him in the supreme leader. But I gotta say, by the end of it, not much happens. It's the same shit. They're still running from the fucking. Uh, new First Order, like they're back at square one, like Empire. See, like, like if I was gonna be, if I was Leia Organa, this is what I would do. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. What'd you right? do? The minute that we were in fucking trouble, I would have been like, "All right, this is what I'm gonna do. Everybody jettison out of this fucking craft, and I'm gonna even get a a, a droid to fucking suicide fucking javelin this thing into all the star destroyers and kill them all in one shot because they were all lined up together yes, perfectly." And then none of the movie would have needed to take place. <laughs> well, my question is, the suicide attack was great. Why haven't we seen anybody do this before? And did she really need to pilot it? Like, you can't just uh, autopilot and go just do this and get off the fucking mm, thing? That's just because they wrote it that way. That's that, all. That's true. They, that, needed just, I, they needed that sacrifice for that character. So do you think it's, like, legitimate that people who, like, like this movie are saying, like, you can't judge this movie on your expectations of what you think they should do. You have to just take the movie as it is and then whether you like it or not. Is that is that does that make any sense to you? I mean, yes and no, honestly. Because if they set up something in a world like the idea that Snoke was a wasted character. People are like, "No, he's not a wasted character because you don't he isn't he's not essential to the story." Because you don't need to know right. like who Ray's parents are, for example. You don't need to know who Snoke is. But they set it up for you to want to ask those questions. They, they, if they didn't want you to figure out who Ray's parents are, they shouldn't have made her an orphan and have her ask those questions. Like if you want that, you want to move on from that type of stuff, how it relates to Darth Vader and how Snoke relates to the Sith. Why have him always mentioned Darth Vader all the time? Like it doesn't make any sense if you're tying it back in there and you're not explaining anything because it's a rudderless ship without George Lucas <laughs> steering it. That's the problem. I mean, I, I do, you think that that's, do you think I should just shut the fuck up and just take whatever they get? They give or no, just no, or, actually or should no. we call it they out clearly they left breadcrumbs in the first movie. I think a larger like behind the scenes picture is like they don't have a map of this trilogy and really they're kind of making it up and passing the ball back and forth. I feel like. J.J. Abrams came in, stacked all these plates in the cupboard. Ryan Johnson comes in, takes all the fucking plates out, smashes some, throws them around. Now, and then give, and now what is J.J. going to do? Is he going to put all the plates back in the cupboard? Or is he going to play in this like, fucking mess? Like, if you're J.J. Abrams, and you're like, you just fucked up everything. Yeah, I mean, maybe, they clearly, maybe he's there producing, so he's there he's in, producing in on it. it. Yes, yes. So, he's like, yeah, fine, break whatever you want. I don't care. Well, I, well, pretty rugs, much. Rugs to- to sort of uh, add to what you're saying, like I went with my brother and he didn't see Force Awakens. He kind of hates these movies, but he just wanted to basically rip the movie apart with me. I said, cool, let's do that. So he paid for my ticket, which is great. I didn't have to pay for that shit. And he turns to me at the, at the end and he's like, that movie was just bad, just from a <laughs> film standpoint. He's, wow. Because I filled him in on the backstory, like who yeah. these characters were. And he's just like, it was just so bad. He's like, it was just outdated and corny. And he said- 
his idea for the story was better. He said the Jedi should have been outlawed because one of the one of their own Jedi basically brought the galaxy to its knees with Darth Vader. And he said they should have been hunted by the Republic. He said, and Luke should have been bad. I said, wow, that'd be awesome. But they wouldn't do it because that's not the safe option to do. Right. But from a general movie going standpoint, like my brother is like, you know, the general movie going public. He was just like, no, it wasn't good at all. Wow. It's it's crazy because like I enjoyed Rogue One a lot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because it was a very elegant movie. All right. I mean, it wasn't like 100% elegant, but it was like the story made sense. They needed to go. They needed to go get intercept this thing. They had a plan. They knew that people were going to die, and people did die, and the, but they ended up, you know, saving Private Ryan, okay, or whatever they meant yeah, that movie yeah. to be. So it was a straightforward film, and it like it, it it started chugging along, and when it when it really kicked into high gear, like. They really went for broke. They were they 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 had blazes of the glory. People went out in style. They didn't pull any punches. And in this movie, they pretty much back away from anything. So Luke Skywalker is he's back, but he's not back. Ray and Kylo are are partners, but they're not partners. You know, like everything that they give you, they they take away. So it was weird. Like they kill Leia, then they bring her back. Yeah. It's like every. It's like it was a. It was a cock tease the whole time. It's like, all right, am I am I gonna get it or not? With no payoff. That's yeah. the other with thing. no payoff. There was is, no stakes. Yeah. Rogue One, you knew what the mission was, and yep, you knew yep. there were like real serious stakes at the end. It was and, simple. Yeah. Yeah, and it got to the point. Which this one, it's like, well, like if you what's try to exp- if you try to explain like the plot line of this movie, you can't. It's like you're like <laughs> you're like like a two and a half hour movie goes by. That looks like it goes over a period of a few days. If you're looking at what Ray and Luke are doing, Ray goes to that planet with Luke and is and is there for at least three days. Jeez, at how, least because yeah. like it turns to day to night. You know he's eating the porgs and Luke's sneaking on the ship. And there's another day, so three days or something that they're being chased through the galaxy in this slow mo uh, chase. <laughs> And all of this stuff, people are going to casinos and riding uh, on on animals and all this other stuff is all happening. During this three-day time, yeah, the whole Finn subplot. It just doesn't make sense. You know when I officially checked out of that movie, yeah. when Finn is fighting Phasma and he calls her Chrome Dome, and I said, oh, that's it. I'm done. You Dude, lost that me. That was Brienne of Tarth, and I was so mad that they didn't give her more to do. Like, so many wasted characters. I wanted to see Brienne of Tarth. But just the Phasma line, Chrome Dome, it was just like, really? This is this is the level of writing in this film? Yeah, Star Wars is corny as fuck. That's all I got. <laughs> like, <laughs> Phantasm, cool look. One of the only cool characters they got. Phasma, off, yeah. Phasma. Phasm, Phasma. <laughs> it's Phantasm. Phantasm. Phantasma. Fantasia. Herrera. <laughs> who gives a fuck? It is. Oh, uh, God. She actually, like, it looks decent, but they kill her right away. And, like, the the Stormtroopers, man, come on, man. That shit looks like plastic. What are we watching? <laughs> what is this shit? Why do people like this? It's so weird because, like, half of the casual fans like it, and then someone like you hates it. There's a lot of casual fans that hate it. Like, it's so It reminds so bizarre. me when I saw Harry Potter for the first time. Like, people like this shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Well, I'm on board with that. I hate Harry Potter. Yeah. I liked it the first time when it was called but I, I have to preface, man, I thought that the thing, Rogue One was like, man, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. 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 Force Awakens great. was like, this is entertaining for me, and I don't, I don't know shit. This one was like, man, get me the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> it's so fucking. Get me out. <laughs> I wanted to walk out. <laughs> Dude, th- this movie didn't even have like a three act structure. Like I, the, the 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 third 
the the third act you think is like when they're battling yeah. each other or they're battling in the red room and like all right it's like Kylo and it's uh what's his face or Ray and, like, and that's Kylo the third act Snoke, you think yeah. it's over yeah. and then it's and then like oh, nope, this is a fourth act like what the fuck is it, this shit it, man dude it has a very long second act I was sitting there watching is that a long second yeah. act or a beginning of a third act know. what am I watching I was sitting there watching the space battle and I was like I think that Anthony woke up and then it occurred to me <laughs> I was like they haven't even fucking gone to the fucking planet with the red dust yet like we've been watching this space battle for twenty minutes uh it's 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 long it's some like it seemed like one real like it seemed like the the third act was like Batman v Superman or Amazing Spider-Man 2 yeah. where it's like it just won't end. Yeah, they keep just yep, end this yep, shit. Yep. Kill me, please. <laughs> oh, how, how, how come none of us have mentioned the whole fucking um, when Finn is doing the suicide run? Yeah. And then yes, let's talk Rose about decides to knock him out yeah, and with they, her yeah, ship. Yeah. And he still lives, but she's all I'm like, yeah, nobody's shooting him at this no, time. Somehow they right. make it be- all yeah. the way back. How is he not getting, yeah, shot how is he at. not dying? Uh, he's shooting, he's <laughs> Riding in a straight line. Yes, they yeah. should have killed him. I thought I was like, "Wow, they're gonna kill Finn." This they is didn't amazing. shoot him when he was in the in the line of fire of the cannon. They didn't shoot them after they crashed. Like easy pickings. They didn't shoot them when they were walking their way back to the giant door. <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody was getting all shot. The, all the main cast survived, and all the tertiary yeah. characters were dead. I, f- I feel like Finn is like potentially one of the more interesting characters because he's. He was on the other side, yep, and now yep. he's on the, the, they the light. Like, that at but all. they don't touch that no. at all, and it's like no. it was like, oh no, he's always just been a really cool guy. Like he's just he was always been this really noble leader, and like man, he's a hero. Yeah. It's like, dude, he was a fucking uh, wearing some plastic shit in the first film. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Like, shooting you can at explore him. that. Yeah. yeah, and they don't. It said he's on a wild goose chase, finding uh, stuttering Bernicio del Toro. <laughs> what the fuck is this, man? Oh, that's but, the other thing. Like, yeah. they 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 go to that planet looking for the guy with the label, right? And they find him, but he's playing the he's playing craps or whatever, so right. they get thrown into like a cell. And there happens to be there just happens to be a code breaker there. A code breaker. I'm like, oh my god, stop. Stab me in the face. Please. I kind of like those horsey things, and then that's where we met the fucking kids who have the force also. But those horse things were uh, interesting. But the whole thing could have well, been Well, you could have done that. You could have yeah. done, uh, you know, kids somewhere without having to do that. You could have done that. I don't know. When they're on the fucking horses and they're like rampaging through the city, yeah. I'm like, am I watching Jumanji? <laughs> yeah, what is right. this? I like Jumanji. You know what what's am funny? I watching? <laughs> Actually, no thing. Yeah, Jumanji. Oh, that's a good call out right <laughs> Jumanji! there. Jumanji! My brother, More like a Harry Potter movie. Right. My brother said too, you know, because like I said, he's a casual fan and he goes, he's like the whole horse scene. He's like, I felt like they, he, this is what my brother's saying, not me. He's like, I felt like they were trying too hard to do like those wacky Star Wars mid-movie adventures and they were doing the forced Star Wars humor and mm-hmm. reading, I read an interview with Ryan Johnson. He was talking about the humor part and he said it was all intentional. Like all that stuff was, he wanted the feel of the Star Wars films, which yeah, I kind of get it, but at the same time, they just all kind of fell flat. Is this the worst Star Wars ever? No, Phantom Menace. Okay. Yes. I, just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't remember the other one. Phantom ones. Menace is way worse. I don't know. It's Phantom Menace. It's the episode, episode one. one. Yes. Yes. Episode awesome. with the little kid going, Yeah, was easy. Why yeah, we, you can just I ignore <laughs> that whole movie. I just watched that. They, I, they just had the, the, <laughs> the prequels on, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, There's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. It's all horribly directed, horribly acted, but the stories in those movies are very good. It's just the way they're carried out is the problem. Well, Phantom Menace? The whole prequel trilogy. The whole yeah, they just they hired the worst fucking actors. Like that's why this movie's has good actors. Yes, yeah, because yeah. Hayden Christensen really could never and, fucking and it's it's pull done it. well. But just that those those uh, Lucas ones, like 
the the performances are so dog shit. They're like so you can't. Stiff. Like Natalie Portman is the <laughs> yeah. only one that's even decent, and she and, and even no. she's Obi Wan. Obi Wan was the best part. Yeah, Mace Windu. Like I just don't think Lucas is good at directing actors. Like, no, he's not. He's not in a good Phantom director. Menace. No. Like <laughs> Anakin's mother is a slave, but you never ever feel like she's oppressed. Just like going about our day. Everyone's happy and like yeah. he's a cute little kid. Well, that's what like a Phantom Menace. Like this was Darth well, Vader. Like this, this kid's cute... got a robot. He's a slave. He's, his mom's a slave. He's got a fucking robot in his house. I don't know if I wanted to see Darth Vader as a cute little kid. What are you showing me here? Uh, but look, that's the overall look. This guy, Hollywood Reporter. This guy wrote this article that finally kind of put into words what's been bugging me about these movies, and I couldn't figure out what it was because I kept going back and forth. Basically. The point that at the end of Return of the Jedi, where where everything's hopeful, everything you cared about, all the the kind of the politics of the of the galaxy and the good versus evil, it's all like undone off screen uh, b- uh, before these movies, and everyone is even in a worse position than they were, yeah. uh, you know, before. Which I get. Look, that's sometimes that's life. Your heroes grow old. It's hard to watch your heroes grow old and fail. Uh, but the movie, all it needs to do is make sense and be consistent with what comes before it, and it fails to do that. Well, that was that. I read that article too, and I think I commented that when I saw *Force Awakens*, I agreed with everything that that guy said because I'm like, how did they make this planet-sized weapon and nobody noticed? And how come the Republic has no power? And why are the Jedi's like? Why did this all go to shit? It like, all the, went to shit, and they don't tell us why. Or don't tell no us. one knows of it. why. So and even more, you- yeah. What was it? Was I thought the end of Force Awakens was okay, and then now in this one they were like, yeah, there's like no one left, and it starts yeah, like right they, after they that blew movie. up the Star Killer base. Yeah, right. They fucking fuck, like trashed the first order, like to exactly hardly anything. So the resistance, I was, I was like, am I misremembering well, or the resistance? Uh, you know, gives them a solid victory over the the first order at the end of the first movie. This movie picks up pretty damn very close where that ended off, and it's flipped again. Now they're on the run, and the first order has all this power. Like, what the fuck happened? But that's that's what that article said. They were like, did, how did the first order regroup in a matter of hours and have the the resistance on the run? And I was like, yeah, when did that happen? They destroyed the. Starkiller base with like thousands of new uh, first order troopers on it. Like, when, when did this happen? Like, why are they on the run? That's the problem is these new, the Force Awakens, this movie, you don't care because you don't see the first order bullying planets around. Why do you think, let's look at the long game. Yeah. What are they trying to achieve? Are they just trying to be different for, be different? Are they trying to throw out, in my opinion, they're trying to throw out this, the religious aspect of the Jedi? They don't want you to train. They don't want oh, you to that's be a monk. You know, yeah. I like they, the religious aspect. In Rogue One, when the guy's like, the force is one, the yes, force is with yeah, me or whatever, yeah. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. that was the best part. They don't want to have uh, an order. They don't want to promote a religion where you have to like give up stuff that you want, whatever, because that's not cool. Like I want to see uh, my Jedis get laid. So it's like, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to cast away all of these things that made the Jedis these, these like white knights. And uh, they're trying to cast all that out and change up everything. But then it's not going to be Star Wars anymore. Right. Like, at what point does it stop being Star Wars? The movie is telling you, let it go. Kill the past if you have to. This is a move away from the Skywalkers. And these new kids are moving to the future. And the fact that, yes, anyone can have force powers. I think it's not. That's not a no, new idea. No, no, but yeah. No, Watch I Rebels. Yeah. Watch Rebels. The whole show is about nothing to do with Skywalkers. 
Yeah, that's a good point. And like they've been doing that shit for years. There's been plenty of things, video games, all kinds of Star Wars canon that has nothing to do with Star Wars. Those don't make them a billion dollars. So nobody's, uh, they don't care what goes on over there. This is making them billions of dollars. I just think this movie is more of a commentary on like the fandom and the franchise than it is a movie. It's a commentary of a Star Wars movie. This is what I'll I'll tell anyone. Go watch Star Wars Rebels or Clone Wars. You will see um, great... Uh, sword battles. I mean, I didn't really like the sword battles in this movie. I thought they were very clumsily done mm. and like not very dynamic. I've seen way better sword battles on on fucking cartoons, <laughs> like way more dramatic, yeah. like crazier shit happening. Whatever. This is very like you know it was cool, but it was very like controlled and and almost like a stripped down like choreography. Um, it wasn't like I I, I didn't. I felt like Kylo Ren, like, you want to see that Kylo Ren is a master, yeah, right? Yeah, You see how Count Dooku, uh, like, would wield the lightsaber and just, like, so, like, flawlessly and, like, you know, like a, like, like a ninja or a samurai. Dude, one of those red background guards was giving him problems. Like, he needed help. He yeah. couldn't take down the fucking faceless guard. You're the next supreme leader, you fucking asshole. What is this? Yeah. At least, think about. Uh, the 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 Jedi lightsaber battle at the end of Return of the Jedi between Luke and Darth Vader, like that shit still holds up, dude. It's beautiful. It's gorgeously shot. It's and I love that choreography. Like that'll always be one of the top battles for me. Right. I mean, there's so many great battles, uh, lightsaber battles. I mean, there's like uh, the one even with um the guy with the double lightsabers. What's his name? Oh, Darth uh, Maul. Yeah. Darth Maul. Uh, Darth Maul. No, no, the other guy. Play uh, the Darth uh, the round, and he turned into the round thing. Yeah, he uh, turns into like a spider. Is that Plagueis? Darth Plagueis? Oh no, Grievous, General Grievous. Yeah, General Grievous. Grievous. Like, uh, yeah, that was Obi Wan and Grievous, and yeah. then there's the one with Yoda versus Dooku. Like, yeah, those Yoda are all great. one is badass. Yes, I mean, I liked Rey and Kylo, uh, the back to back, but it's I thought he was turning. Like now he's helping her, but then he's still met, pissed at him. Yeah, that was over so fast. I understand? Yes, it's like all of a sudden he's oh, he's pissed at him, and he still fucking wants to uh, uh, do it. You know what? What's funny is on that on that link. Uh, the, the article mentions how there's so many missed opportunities, like we talked about, like who is Snoke, who is Ray's parents, what is the backstory of any of these things. And then Jacob uh, Yusowitz, I went to art school with him, Pratt Institute, the only art school in the country. Oh, shut the fuck but up. He pointed out that this is what they did with Force Awakens. They sell books with the backstory of these characters. So that's why you get nothing in the movies. But that's that goes back Very to like when I was remember I made that comment about these homework movies that J.J. Abrams started where you can't just get the full experience from the cinema anymore. You have to go home and fucking study. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the alternate reality game, altered reality game. Yeah. Augmented yeah. reality game, whatever the ARG stands for. I just, I just don't know. Like, we're two movies in, all right? We're like five hours into the new trilogy, and I don't know where it's going. I remember the original trilogy had, you know, the first movie, then the second movie had the big reveal of Darth yep, Vader, yep. and then the climactic showdown. I'm guessing the climactic showdown is Kylo and Rey, but I feel like there's no weight to that. Oh, there wasn't a lot of weight to much of it. But they've been fighting in every movie, so yeah. it's already anti. Like, I always thought the big payoff was going to be Luke Skywalker. Like coming back and, and, and kicking ass. Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. I, that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for him to go out in a blaze of glory. And he might, you know, he might not be dead. He might be in the force. He might reconstitute himself or whatever. He'll but be I a mean, force ghost in the next you'll movie. Feel, you'll, you better that will, believe that it. That will destroy the next movie. Yeah. If you just fucking jerked everyone around and made, every, made him think that he's dead and he comes back. 
in some way other than like a ghost. What they need to do is have Kylo Ren and Rey go like Mortal Kombat Annihilation style and turn into their bestiality modes. Oh, uh, yeah. Beast and mode. then fight each other because <laughs> then... Then it's on. That's not how the like force Donkey works, Kong. Anthony. That's not, That's how, not the, how that works. That's not well, how the force I thought you could I, Skype. Uh, you can. You can if force. you could Skype, you can do anything. <laughs> I think that when Puppet Yoda called down lightning, mm-hmm. that showed like, okay, a, the ghost force projection is, or the, the force ghost can interact, can interact yeah. with reality yeah. and not yeah. just be seen by someone. That's a huge game changer because they never did that shit so, before. Like, what if Luke Skywalker comes back? And he and, can like, fight. Throw some lightning and destroys everybody. I didn't understand how those fucking gold dice were projections the whole time, but there were people who were holding them, but if they weren't real, like that was but very. Kylo Ren got water on his hand. That, yeah. They're setting something up. Mm, that was okay. Yeah, that was confusing. You get no payoff, just more questions. Uh, you, I still don't know why Luke died. Well, you don't know. Look, you don't know what the New Republic stands for. You don't know what the resistance role is, anything. You don't know what the First Order fucking wants. You don't know why everyone hates. Why the First Order hates the New Republic? They don't fill in any of these things. They give you nothing. No, they they just uh, and so you, you know, don't care. It's just the same old story of the good guys versus the evil guys. See, but- I always, I always had this thought that the Jedi's became powerful. Right? This 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 idea that there is a a, a being that can do all this crazy shit, and they were completely rigid in their beliefs, right? They were like, they gave up everything. They were very balanced, whatever. And these motherfuckers, they had a whole order of people. (laughs) Yeah. Like they had like people from every alien race as Jedi. Yep. Yep. And they were, they were, and they would send those motherfuckers out to like, to go and like uh, police everything. And the Sith, they're like, Oh, we're not going to take this. We're going to fucking get rid of these Jedi. So that was, that was like the master plan all along was to get rid of the Jedi. Yeah. It wasn't and. The, the Republic and all that stuff all happened when they, they got these, the anti-Jedis, the Sith together and started like, you know, plotting to take over the, to basically so they can do what they want and not be up, not be like policed by these guys. And I think that's what was the, the main internal conflict. But now the, there's no more Jedi. And there's, there's no, no conflict. There's no conflict. That's yeah. what I keep saying. Is like, what's the what's the conflict? It's just bad guys versus good guys. Well, now what's left of the good guys? Because basically the entire resistance is on the Millennium Falcon at this point. Yeah, right. It's what like happens? Six people. So it's like, man, got the kids, Brand. Yeah, I got the kids. Don't don't forget about the kids. (laughs) Look, make no mistake. This is one thing I do know for sure. This is the fucking movie Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy wanted. Why? Because they they gave Ryan Johnson three more, another trilogy. They've given him three more trilogies. He got to do. No, three more movies. Three more trilogies. Nine more fucking movies. Nine more movies for Ryan (laughs) Johnson. Look at what they've done. They've fired directors while they're filming the movie. They have fired directors before they start filming the movie. They've gone in after it's done and changed the ending without the director's input now with ryan johnson he either played like a good little boy and bent over and did everything or they just love him that he got to do whatever he wanted so whatever this is this is the future this is the direction this is exactly what they the where they want to go the but do you Wars. think now that there is uh, a palpable negative reaction I'm that, that yes. they're going to switch gears. Well, J.J. Abrams in the third movie could undo all of this and just put it back and troll us again and say, fuck you back to Ryan Johnson. Well, you can't put it back. You can say you can tell us that Ray is Ray is somebody. He can still make her a relative. Mm-hmm. You can br- bring. I don't know. You could do. He could do a lot to undo some of this. Well, how do you do the 
kill the past and kill the past. And when you, when you have okay, it's one thing if you have Kylo Ren saying kill the past, but when you have Luke Skywalker and Yoda saying kill the past, let the books burn. Those books though are actually in the Millennium Falcon. Did you guys catch that? Is that a fact? That was, or is that just no? A, there was a, a, a quick Easter shot egg. where I think you saw them in the Millennium Falcon under when he like grabs his bag. Right. The rumor is who put them in there? I don't know, Luke or Spray or somebody. Maybe Ray stole them. So the books aren't dead, but or I was Chewbacca. shocked. Or Chewbacca. Fucking Chewie ate a pork. So is this, how do you mature this franchise? Because you cause We're still talking about this. You can't cater to like the same fan base <laughs> for 40 years. How do you, how do you, uh, how do you uh, honor? I think what, they've already consistent. done it. It's called Rebels and it's Just called do Star Wars their Rebels. TV shows. Just do what they are doing there. <laughs> they're 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 world building. They're telling you're learning so much about like like the Mandalorians and where Boba Fett came from and all of these different things and you know all of this shit. Like it's all there. It's all world building and it's all interesting because you're going down on the ground level and you're not painting with these broad strokes. You're telling the story of this ragtag group, but that's all that matters. And it's in the context of everything. But you're just you know when you're doing these Star Wars movies, you're trying to like you're fighting wars with people. With two people, yeah. instead of it, them people are in a war, and the war is they're just a small part of it. Same thing with Rogue One. Rogue One is just is just them, these guys that are doing this one mission. That's what, and then you can do whatever you want to tell the story for that mission. You know, this is like they're trying to. It's like Rocky and Drago, like fighting for the entire country. They're representing these people. It's it's like. It, there's too much stuff there. There's a lot of you stuff. Got, you, you got galaxies movie. of fucking yeah. planets, and there's too much there. You, you got to take it down to a smaller level. I mean, I hope the next movie has a time jump because I think them starting right where it ended didn't. I don't. I didn't like that. They need. I like when there's time between episodes, and then you can stuff happens so that. You, you don't have to pick right up. So they and cannot acknowledge the, that. Yeah, so they happened. cannot acknowledge whatever happened between the movie. All right, but, look. But, but, yes. even if there, but even if there's like a big reveal, yeah. like let's say with Ray's parents or whatever, who gives a fuck? It's no, the third yeah. movie. Like this this was the movie to do all that stuff in and it just fucking blew it. Do you think this kills the franchise? Is this uh, is this hurt them with without? No, no, no. I think Star Wars sells itself. I mean, the thing, how much did it make already? It's like half a billion. Half a billion already. dollars yeah, worldwide. Right it, it's, so. it's, yeah, it's a sure thing. And we're going to have Star Wars movies every year for the next 10 years, if not longer. Solo, baby. Solo. And here's a thing that's never happened before. In just five months, we could do this all over again when the Han Solo movie comes out that's been completely reshot by Ron Howard in its last few months of production. We'll see what a train wreck that is. Uh, that's going to be interesting. And then December 2019, uh, episode nine, and hopefully... So did we say everything that we wanted to say about I, this movie? Final thoughts? Do you want to rank it in the movies? I really want to know, did you like it better or worse than Force Awakens? I like Force Awakens better. Really? Yeah, because uh, yeah. I, I had, I mean, even though um, I had my uh, doubts about Ray and Finn, like wielding the, you know, lightsaber and then her holding her own against uh, Kylo Ren. And I thought that that was a huge fucking like thing that I hate. There's more problems with this, with J The Last Jedi than there is Force Awakens. Okay. There's just way too many, like, because... At the end of The Force Awakens, there's still possibilities, all right? And in here, they killed every possibility. <laughs> they killed and, all. And I mean, they, they, they opened up. up a bunch of possibilities for, like, the Force to have no rules 
And I don't know if I liked the fact I like that I like that there was rules. So um, and they're telling me that they have to kill the past, which is like the only reason that you're successful is because you have the past. And I, I don't like this idea of pissing on the past mm. to make room for the future because you know all the good ideas have already have already been thought of. So I don't know what you guys are. There's no respect for that shit. Obviously, Anthony, better or worse? Did you like the Force Awakens? Uh, I liked Force Awakens better. I thought that show was more entertaining. If I had to rate this movie, I would give it a two and a half Yikes. out of ten. Oh. And I will never want to watch this movie again. <laughs> wow. Okay. That is two and a half hours of my life you'll that never get back. Could have been uh, used in, in much more productive. That's ways. pretty clear, Bilotti. Better or worse than Force Awakens? You know. This is not, not going to make sense, but I wasn't as pissed off and angry with this as I was with Force Awakens. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because I lowered my expectations for this one because mm-hmm. you guys were telling me that, like, you know, what the fuck did I just watch? So I was like, I have to see what this dumpster fire is. Yeah. So I think I just, I was like, oh, okay, that was pretty much as bad as everyone said it was. <laughs> but now that we're talking about it, I think it's, I think, yeah, I think Force Awakens was better. But if I was to rank it, I mean, you know, within the regular star, like if I had to rank it out of all the Star Wars films, I'd put this in the bottom. But Force Awakens and Phantom Menace as like the bottom three for me. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll take I'll take Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith with the really awkward, awful directing than yeah. this movie. Like that's how much I didn't like it. All right, that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, you want to give it a score? Uh, two. <laughs> Rugs, what's your score? Wow, I'm gonna score it a lot higher than everybody else did. Um, uh. If I'm gonna put this in the in in context with all the other Star Wars movies, yeah, it's obviously way behind the original trilogy. Yeah, they all are. You can't top um, the OT, and uh, it's somewhere. It's probably I put the Force Awakens before the the newer trilogy. Then you have the old trilogy, and then at the very very end you have this movie, The Last Jedi, Attack of the Clones. Or tied, and then the Phantom Menace is dead last. Where's Rogue One? Rogue One is uh is probably I would say right there with the uh, Return of the Jedi for me. Is that top two for you, Rogue One, or top three? Rogue One is like uh, top four. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like Rogue because Rogue One is it's top two for me. It's Empire than Rogue One. So yeah, I think it's Empire, Return of the Jedi. Rogue One and New Hope are like tied for me. Yeah. And then you got the rest. Um the I, I give this movie like a five. A five, because I was dazzled. I did see things that I really liked, and I really liked the acting and some of the directing. Like it was so inconsistent. It's like that's why I was so so like uh, torn because like there is moments where this is like gr- there is some great shit that I'm seeing. And right. I mean the beautiful like uh, salt planet with the red and um, all of the like, sh- like it was just so beautiful to see. And uh, that Millennium Falcon rescue was fucking badass. There was so much some badass shit there. And, and even like uh, that, even that moment with Snoke uh, where he gets killed is badass. And then the suicide uh, thing was mm-hmm. badass. And, you know, Luke talking to Yoda was cool and Luke talking to R2-D2 was cool. So there was like cool shit. Absolutely. And I liked, but like overall, like they fucking made so many weird choices, moves, yeah. weird choices yeah. and just things I wouldn't do with the story that I felt like hurt the story. They robbed us of that, like real cool Luke moment. 
And I don't just don't think Luke would have acted like that. I just don't. I just really don't think that's my Luke Skywalker, and uh, which is fine. But so I'll give it a five. It was because uh, I'm like right down the middle. That okay? I, there's things I liked and there's things I hated. I don't understand why this movie's getting so much praise. I don't understand why why people don't acknowledge that the story, a lot of it was pointless. Yeah, and the character arcs were non-existent. Nobody learned anything new. Like Ray still. You know, maybe acknowledged, maybe she, maybe she acknowledged that her parents were pieces of shit and that she was suppressing that. That's the only thing that happened. Um, um, you know, Kylo Ren didn't grow. No, nope. he didn't turn. Nope. He just, he just knows that he has the hots for Ray. <laughs> yeah. That's all he realized. I really thought they were leading to like they were going to be siblings. Like it felt like that, and then again, unexpected, they do that. But uh, Ray still doesn't know what her fucking part is in any of this, and is not closer to learning anything. Right, and Luke didn't do anything. Luke just, you know, he he cashed it out. He was he was already cashed out. He was cashed out before. He didn't want anything to do with anything. He was he he locked himself away. So what's the difference between him locking himself away from the rest of the world than him not being there at all? There's not not a real difference. It's either he's back. That's the only progression for him for him to be away and to be back. That's the complete opposite direction. So. He's not back. He's gone. So it's like, what? What do we get? We got nothing. We got, we got nothing. nothing. We're nothing back nothing at square one. Well, let me yeah. let me ask you guys a really provocative question about this. This is about the uh, original Star Wars trilogy. Do you think those movies are overrated? Do you like what I'm basically what I'm saying is, do you think they get too much praise because no? Because I'll tell you why. I think if you look at them now, yeah, you can't you, you can't watch them and and not notice that how dated they are, right? And how, how bad they are because, but at the time, at the time, it's revolutionary. There was nothing like shit, that. Yeah. There was just nothing that that I guess ambitious. So they are overrated. If you watch them now, you're like, well, that they're not really good movies. But at the time, they had nothing like that. So you're like, right. okay, well, I guess it was good for the time. Dude, think about the first one. It's 1977, and this movie oh, fuck. drops you into the middle of some weird, convoluted galactic empire bullshit that you read, drops you right into this foreign world with people with masks and is unapologetic. And people are like, what the shit is this? Like, but I he, can't imagine what they must have thought. Not to cut you off, but like, just going back to like a new hope, like, Cut his ass off. Everyone sucks, dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Like in A New Hope. Get like, your hand off my penis! <laughs> you know, there's anything wrong with that. But talking about, know. like, um, uh, Finn and Rose meeting, hap- just happened to be in the same cell as a Codebreaker. Wouldn't you, can you say that about A New Hope? Like, like Luke just happens to meet these droids. It's a lot of the same thing. Luke is a nobody. Ray was a nobody. You don't really know anything right. about the Emperor. You don't really but know anything about Snoke. But, Luke but just John, ha- when you, you have to factor in 40 years of filmmaking... 40 years of tropes, yeah. 40 years of like, okay, we, we can't do that anymore. That's that's old hat. You know, right. like you have to evolve beyond doing that t- shit. You can't just be like, well, they did it in that movie that was 40 years ago, so we can do it in this movie. Well, you, you can, uh, you, but you can, should you? No, you, you have to. It's no, got to change. You can't do the same shit. What I'm over. saying is that there was a lot of like stupid coincidences, or I should say convenient coincidences yeah. Oh, yeah. in the original movie. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. just because that's in Star Wars lore doesn't mean that you have to redo that, which is what my yeah. issue with Force Awakens was, where I was like, they're sending in like three people to de- destroy Starkiller Base, and my cousin at the time was like, oh, but that's like Star Wars. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's fucking stupid. That's not Star Wars. That's just dumb. Like, we've evolved as filmmakers and, and as an audience yeah. to not accept this stupid shit anymore. 
Like we've, we're we're all more sophisticated. Exactly. In it. You just took you just stole the word right out. I of I mean, how many times brain. can you tell the same story right. over it's and over? Just again. because it's part Wee. of. <laughs> okay, let me give you my rank. Here's my rank, and I'll give you a score. Are you going to give us your recommendations too? I can't wait. I have twelve <laughs> recommendations after this. Everyone and gives this movie a seven point five. And I have thirteen yeah. emails to read. No, no emails, no recommendations. No. Okay, so Star Wars movies. I'm actually I'm going to put Return of the Jedi on top for me, just because of the emotional value, what it meant, it got me in everything. After that, Empire, Star Wars. Then I put Rogue One. Then I would actually put uh, Revenge of the Sith because you you get to see Anakin become Darth Vader. Uh, then I would put. Mm, this is where it gets tricky. Then I would. I think I would put Attack of the Clones because at least there was some original shit in there. And then, even though I'm going to rate the movie low in this rank, I have to say I I I will. Uh, the Last Jedi slightly edges out Force Awakens just because I had Force Awakens was so safe, and so I was like I'd seen everything. Man, Imran, you 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 should look back in your Force Awakens review, bro. No, I mean I think I said it. I was like, this is a it's it's a recent it's everything we've seen already done again. I think but, you liked it way more than yes, you're giving here's it credit the thing, for. Right now. I'm going to I'm going to rate the movie low than what I rated Force Awakens, but I rank it higher because it took some chances. It took a risk and I was just really upset with the fucking same story that I already seen. Like where that movie ended is what the movie I wanted to see. Now, what what he gave us is completely crazy, but that's why I'll put it just above and then Force Awakens at the bottom, but I'll still like give it a six. Like I just, this movie is a six in terms of the execution of uh, how it came out. Does that make so sense? We got twos and five and a six. <laughs> I'm not surprised in running to give this the highest score. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I'm glad I don't think you've ever given a movie lower than a six. Well, I, 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 like, I like Fortastic. Star Wars, so yeah. I like yeah, Star me Wars. Too. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I just was very disappointed in this film um, in, in a lot of ways. I mean, there's it's still not beyond redemption. It's just still I would still watch it. Uh Maybe not all in one sitting because it's two and a half hours long, long, and a lot of it's unnecessary. But I would definitely like. I love Godzilla, the movie Godzilla, but the the American version. But I only watch the last twenty minutes. Those, <laughs> so I only watch a certain. I watch this. I watch the scene where they they fight in the red room. I watch. Yeah, the you end. fast forward through because yeah. it does have a lot of great moments. I'll fast through forward through all the bullshit and enjoy like the great moments, just like Titanic. Just start watching it when the ship hits the fucking iceberg halfway through the movie. No, you can watch when she gets naked. Uh, yeah, you could you can fast forward and pause there and then start there. Everything pause else, pause it there, yes. and then yeah. Everything in between all that is to complete Beat your fucking completely. Meat. After you wake up from your nap, watch uh, the sink, the boat sink. Yeah. Geek boner. Absolutely. Once you come out of your your stupor there. So uh, look, okay. Before we let John Bellotti go, I gotta ask him since he works in the entertainment industry. Bellotti, the big news: Disney buying Fox. Uh, the, what 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 is your view on this? What do you see it changing things in the future? Uh, I can't speak for my union, but I know the Writers Guild is pissed off about it because oh, well. they feel like it's limiting opportunities for them. One less studio to pitch to. Uh, I've worked for Disney um, doing... Um, what was I doing? Uh, I was working at a scene shop. I was doing some Broadway shows for like Disney. Painting Fr- Mickey's penis. <laughs> you were painting his penis? Painting Goofy's balls. <laughs> um <laughs> No, I was doing some, uh, they had like the, the Disney cruise ships at the time. I don't know if they still have them. And they were doing like uh, Mamma Mia and all those Broadway shows. So yeah. I was working on that. And I remember Disney being really strict. Like we had to write down the paint we used on what set and what's in it. Wow. And 
Yeah, it was really tedious shit, and they were the only ones that were like that. And I remember, I remember them being pretty tight-fisted and pretty anal about a lot of stuff. So, ooh, a tight fist up the anal. Mm, that sounds hot. By the way, yeah. Uh, do you think this is going to be good for uh, the Hollywood industry as a whole moving no, forward? No, because uh, what what's happening is that their Hollywood in general is getting a lot of uh, competition from streaming services, Correct. Hulu, and like Netflix is spending ridiculous amounts of money. Hulu. Someone just bought the rights to Lord of the Rings for two hundred fifty million dollars. Just for the rights to just make for the rights. A, a, see, a prequel series. That's <laughs> that's the insane. budget for Avengers. Yes. You know what I mean? So Hollywood is sort of shaking. They're like, well, what do we do? So they're trying to. Disney's basically trying to acquire as many IPs as humanly possible within the legal rights of any corporation, just to you know compete i mean how many franchise they bought like what 20 franchises uh, everything yeah. they bought everything right so you don't even need to make them they just need to own them just own them and then make the money off of that i think so, they're gonna set up hulu as a netflix killer very soon well not only that they're disney's releasing their own streaming so it sounds like it's like uh the the hollywood studios the old studios the big six whatever are sort of yeah. back they're knocked back on their heels a little bit and this is basically basically a reaction to it i'm not worried about my place in the industry because if let's say Hollywood's not making movies, you you're gonna better believe that Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and Apple yes. are gonna be making movies too. Like we have a lot of stuff shooting in New York that's all for streaming movies services. and TV shows, right? Absolutely, right. completely same, for streaming services. Yeah, same budget, this, same kind of production, same scale. Budgets. Yeah, the get down the get down. I know people that worked on it, and it was a fucking nightmare to work on. Oh my and god, why did they spend so much money on that on that show? Because I of, don't because know. of Baz Luhrmann, because he oh. was a first time director. He was overwhelmed. Oh. He was very difficult to work with. He wanted, I mean, he wanted the world, you know, and yeah. you can't do that with TV, and you yeah. can't yeah. tax your uh, production crews. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know it, there's always going to be work for this stuff. It's just that the distribution of the media is what's changing. So they're trying to keep up. Yeah, that's yeah. This is basically up. a knee jerk reaction. They can't make they can't make a Fight Club anymore. You know, they can't make a Pulp Fiction. I keep I keep going they back own to those Fight movies. Club. They own it now, but <laughs> yeah. the movies like that aren't going to be released in theaters anymore. Now it's like micro budget, low budget films, and then the giant tentpole films that are. You know, mass marketed, broad appeal. That's why the diversity has gone up in films because they're now selling it to the whole world. You well, know, it's possible want- the smaller films they can make for the streaming services for different platforms, and we get nothing but large, big budget fucking temples in the theaters. Right, and it, and I think Rug Rugs has said it too about the whole dumbing down of a lot of these movies to make them sort of available to audiences all over the world because. You know, it's a global market now. It's globalization. It's how we're making our money. The government is holding hearings. The antitrust subcommittees are holding hearings. They're going to take a look at this. So it's not done until it's done. And it could take 18 months, but it's very fucking crazy. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. Also, I've noticed there's no budget for this movie either. Just like Justice League. Is this a new thing where they just don't put out their production budget anymore? This is like the second time. Really? They didn't they didn't release a production On the box budget? office mojo production budget not available. Justice League still, I believe, does not never disclose their production budget officially. Why well, not lost money? I know yeah, for Last know Jedi, did. I read that Ryan Johnson wanted 160 sets built, which is wow. fucking insane for what? us. That's wow. insane. That's insane. And the writer was like, Well, they want 160 sets built. 
and we have 150 days to shoot it, that's going to be kind of tough. So <laughs> oh he my had God. To like, but there wasn't even 160 yeah, locations. Yeah, you got 160 places to shoot you got a ship? Thing? What the fuck? Uh, the inside of a garage, the outside of a garage. <laughs> An island? Well, you got to remember, too, like for every scene that you see is basically a new set. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, they had the ship set and they had the cave set and then they had the fucking in, casino city. In, all yeah, shit. In, yeah, the casino city, uh, the prison, uh, the beach scene, you know, where the, the ship crashes. Um, they had uh, the, the the flight deck or whatever of, of the different ships and everything. <laughs> there was a lot of sets, plus blue screen sets. A lot. Of, you know, yeah, they had yeah. Octo. They uh-huh. had those sets. It's a lot. You don't realize how many sets go into these things, but that's a lot of sets. And no one ever considers the crew people like Bilotti. Uh, man, John, thanks for uh, your opinion. He speaks for the little guy. He speaks for the little guy. You he are- represents the underrepresented. That's right. And you know what's funny? In high school. Good thing he's tall. High school, yeah. <laughs> high school theater, the crew people were always like in their own clique. Like they were like the theater nerds. And then like all the actors, they would all hang out and they were like the cool fucking people. Like I always remember that. I, I wasn't. A, I wasn't a theater nerd in high school. Yeah. I was like a fucking. <laughs> I like how everyone just characterizes what Pilates. No, I was, I was, I, I was he's talking about nerd. himself. Yes, I hate does. theater. Like no, I was like the. <laughs> I was the musician. I was a drummer, like a heavy metal drummer. He's the rock and I was star. A yeah. Comic book artist and. Yeah, I was no. I hated theater. I got into it just to get into movies. <laughs> ah. Remember, Bilotti, when you really like something, your opinion is now null and void because Imran said so. I know. That's not I'm what I Godzilla, said. I'm when a Godzilla fanboy. I, I like anything it. Godzilla. You're just a fanboy, That dude. was yeah. edited together by other pieces of my voice to say that. It's <laughs> fake not news. true. Fake news. Fake, fake news. news. Bloody, uh, thanks for your opinion on this. Why don't you tell the listener where they can find your artwork and pip your shit. Let's sell some stuff. Ooh, that would be very splendid. My, my website is robo7.com. It's R-O-B-O, the number 7.com. And it features all of my Godzilla artwork. And you could also buy T-shirts and prints, which is all there on my Robo7 page. That's R-O-B-O, number 7.com, Robo7.com. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram is Robo7 as well. And he's in our Facebook group, I believe. Have you joined our group? Oh, yeah. I'm always ranting and raving on your page. Listen, if the the listener is any, uh, the slightest Godzilla fan at all, I highly recommend you check out his artwork. It's fantastic. You you buy a print, you frame it, get some t-shirts. It's very, very good stuff. You do. approved. Good word. It's definitely. That'll wake me up. I'll talk about that. (laughs) His art is is good. Not like this Star Wars bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony (laughs) is not a fan. Thanks for hanging in there, Anthony. I feel bad. You can force me to watch the fucking sports movie. We can review it. How about that? No, that's it's fine. You can put it's me fine. through the same torture. Ooh, do you have any good I wanted s- to be a part of the conversation. Do you have any good sports movies? I love. I, I like sports too. You know that. Yeah, Sandlot. I, I'll definitely do a sports Sandlot. movie. Sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> a League <laughs> of the Their Own. No, that's another good one. Yeah. Creed. I still have to Creed's see it. Good. Creed. Major good. League. Major League. Yeah, lots of good movies. That's yeah, all good. Rocky. Raging Bull. Rocky. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Yeah, there's a ton of good sports movies. Yeah. Fuck sports, though, dude. We're we're not talking about. We're not sports talking about now. sports. Rugs. Where can no. the people find you online? Oh, uh, really, Rug Boy on Twitter. <laughs> there he is. Give him a follow. Listener, thanks for hanging out. That's been the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Make sure you leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Let's grow Jock and Nerd Nation. Go up to the next person you see. Give them one of these. Jock and Nerd. And then tell them they're very sexy. No, don't do that. We'll get in trouble. Just do the jock and nerd part. But thanks for listening. Slap, slap him on the ass. <laughs> slap him on the ass. Throw a little like one <laughs> finger up there too. <laughs> just a little. Let's just go. A little Anthony's thinking about his, uh, his the rest of his night. Anthony is uh, anxious to get somewhere. So this has been the jock and nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock.
He's the nerd. We'll keep you next time, fam. And use a condom. Make sure you wrap that gym up in a Jim Browski. It's a better without. It's better without. Jimmy Hat. It's all about the Jimmy Hat. Gotta have a strong. Oh, man. We're all going good. My timing, my timing is not so good. <laughs> Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> or burning pee. <laughs> <laughs>